Welcome to the Random Tea Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And holy shit, it's Captain Marvel! <laughs> That's one way to put it. Holy shit, y'all! We finally got a girl movie! <laughs> I don't even care what happens the rest of the year. Well, we, we still have in-game coming, so... Listen. I know, I know, I know. I needed this before Endgame. I, I really well, needed this nice dose of, like... <laughs> You know, badassery. Yeah. So are you saying you liked the film? I fucking loved it. Okay, I'm not sure how you're feeling here. I don't know. It was, it was, it was, it was great. And I don't, I don't even care. Like, you can argue points. I'm not going to say it's my favorite MCU because I don't, if you grade them on a scale of look at all of them, like, yeah, no, it wouldn't be my favorite. I think Winter Soldier is probably still better, but... Lady-led movie, don't care. As an experience, yes. The Winter Soldier was a more impactful experience. Yes. Yes. Didn't make me feel as good as Captain Marvel, Did not make me feel as good as as Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel was really, really good. I had a similar feeling with Captain Marvel that I did going out of the, um, God, what was it, like 2016 Ghostbusters? Going, yeah. is this what dudes feel like yes. all the time? Because yes. this is amazing. Okay. <clears throat> okay. On on that note, there's, um, at my second job. Okay. I've had two men talk to me about Captain Marvel. Uh-huh. One whom of which I talk to about most comic book right. movies. Because you're, that, you're because that kind of person. I'm that person. And now that we have identified each other. <laughs> now that like has recognized yes, like. <laughs> uh, we now speak to each other right right about we're both like have you seen it yet yeah because he kept getting on to me about not having seen venom oh yeah which we finally did and i actually really enjoyed it i really did so uh i asked him have you seen captain marvel he's like yeah it was okay i was like okay he's like yeah it, it was all right i said it's because it was made for the female perspective wasn't it he was like yeah probably mm-hmm yeah, now you know how I feel about 90% of mediocre well, he, white men movies. He didn't dismiss it. He, he said did, it was yeah. he never said it was a bad movie. He yeah. just it was it was okay. It wasn't really made for him. It wasn't. And he was like that's, that's what I said it wasn't made it was made for, for he was like, "Yeah." And he agreed. He was like, "Yeah, you're right." Yeah. But he didn't say it in a bad way. Yeah, he wasn't gross about it. He said it in a huh. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. In a realization yeah kind of way. Then um, the other the other gentleman asked me about it. We were working on some aisle, and he he turned to me. He said, "Are you a, are you a comic book person?" It's like, <laughs> yeah, bitch, what? Yeah, because they don't know like, like you about, clearly don't they know don't know me, about the genreness. They no. don't know about the podcast or anything no. like that. I was like, you clearly don't know me. We don't share those with and the he was muggles. Like, he's like, you you like Marvel? I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, have you seen Captain Marvel? I was like, twice. Yes, bitch, I've seen yes. Captain Marvel, and he was like. He's like, yeah, I've heard a lot of guys kind of griping about it, but I kind of figure it's because it's a woman's narrative, and that makes me want to see it more. Thank you. Thank you. These are the dudes we really actually need in life. And I looked up and went, I just kind of, <laughs> You got yeah. yourself out of a stabbing, mister. You were real close. I might have stabbed but he, you. <laughs> but he said, it made me want to see it more because I want to see that. Yep. Yep. And I was like, I like you. Yeah. So, um, so one of the things that also gave me life is how Brie Larson is in general, a human being. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. 
She's been so cool. Like, she popped in on movie theaters opening weekend. She, she took surfed picture- popcorn. She surfed popcorn. She took pictures with fans, with little girl fans. She did that on the red carpet, too, in the premiere. Yes. And so, like, she's been super cool. Of course, there's been that art that took off of her and Valkyrie. Oh, and her and Tessa. Are and both, her and Tessa are going back and forth about how cute they are. It. They're to sending each other. it to each other. Oh, look how cute we, we are. We cute. We cute. Yeah. So, like, just in general, I'm like, Brie Larson deserves to be one I of mean, these assholes in the MCU that, like, they deserve no, to be a part. She's, she's, she's embraced the MCU. I'm telling yes. you, they raise them on a back lot. They do. They do. Um, their, but, their yeah. Field. So, she's just in general fabulous. She is perfect in every way. She is. Because I, I was she, kind of. I was in the Natalie Dormer camp when they were. When casting rumors. I, th- I wanted Natalie yeah. Dormer real bad. I don't know that Natalie Dormer could have pulled this off. I don't know. It, it's it's one of those things that we'll never know. Because we'll never see her try to do it against what mm-hmm. Brie did. But Brie did such a good job. Oh, I know. And, like, Brie's one of those people that I've seen stuff she's been in. And I'm like, I can recognize your talent, but this isn't my jam. Yeah. And this was my jam. So, like, I'm really glad she got to break into this And she genre. did so much training mm-hmm. uh, for this role. I heard about my her God. pushing a Jeep up a hill. Yeah. Um, There's some crazy shit. Amazon. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just I'm really proud to have been around for this. Uh, this was yeah. this was big, and I love that there was no romantic subplot. God, none. That's that's one thing. Like, I mean, an argument can be made for her and Maria. It wasn't overt. It, it was, was not overt. It was subtext. <clears throat> but also, it was very much that's how women relate to each other. Yeah, it was. That was, and God, you that's know a how, relationship from a female perspective. Yeah, you know how much I love Wonder Woman. <clears throat> that was yes. one of our few. <clears throat> kind of gripes even though i love me some chris pine and he's real pretty is like pretty did you did you have to make it romance subplot and captain marvel's like hold my beer yeah so yeah i was very especially with jude law my god i was like i was really worried because i was like okay i love jude law jude law he pretty he real pretty he's great he's he's, he gets and the older he gets the prettier he gets i know right hell um it's almost like he was too pretty when he was younger maybe but like so i was really excited but i was like they're going to make him the gross boyfriend, aren't they? And they didn't. They did not. And I was so happy with that. They made him Yonrog, which is a big player in the um, Marvel. Yeah. Captain Marvel. And Marvel was a woman? Okay. So, yeah. We, we'll, we'll talk we'll get about to that, but the, like, the Marvel Wendy Lawson um, gender flip. Okay. Okay. So. I'm glad. I don't care. Like, you can say what you want. I'm glad. Well, it was. It blew me. Okay. So. Because, you know, I've gotten to where now I make myself watch the movies first, then go read yes. the comics. Because I yes. used to read the comics, then watch the films, and it totally would ruin it for me. Yeah. So having, Or you'd be disappointed because you didn't see... This, this, or this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I went and saw it, and then went, went digging into um, Marvel and Marvel's alter ego, and realized, oh, wait, no, they mm. totally did that. Because mm-hmm. I... All I, the way around. I read somewhere on social media that somebody was disappointed that they didn't do Marvel, And I was like... Did you see the movie? I was like, bitch, I think you're just disappointed that it was a lady. Yeah. Well, no, I think they wanted um, the movie to be Marvel. Oh, okay. I'm, to be I'm, not I'm Captain sli- Marvel. I'm slightly less stabby. But the Captain Marvel as Marvel is Captain Marvel. I mean, you can make that case with a lot of them, though. Well, you have to understand. There have been so many Spider-Mans. Been, there have been so many iterations of a lot of these heroes that you've got to pick. There have been nine Captain Marvels. Yeah. Nine yeah. in in Marvel. Yeah, 
I would have liked for them to no, do Kamala, all, but not like all of them were in Marvel because some of them were DC. The very first, Cap- I think Kamala's Miss Marvel. Do you know who the very first Captain Marvel was? Oh, DC Shazam. Yeah, literally, I can't fucking Shazam, and those movies are coming out at the same time. I can't bring myself to get excited about that ridiculous movie. Although, like, but good it on, is ridiculous. That's good the on whole you, point. Good on you, DC, for finally deciding not to do a Zack Snyder circle jerk for every one of your movies. I mean, that's true. So, like, I want to give but, them kudos for that, but also, no, it's, like, it's made to be. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's made to be dumb. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there's about nine Captain Marvels. Yeah. So, because I think Bri- at the time, um, I think at the time the original Mar- Marvel on DC side was even before Marvel Comics was Marvel Comics. I think it was when it was still timely. If I, mm, I could be completely wrong though. Because I remember thinking they were just like throwing shade at their rival, but I think it was before that Marvel was Marvel. Actually, it was the original one was not even DC. Jesus, it was Fawcett Comics. Book um, from 1940 to 1950, Captain Marvel was the comic book industry's biggest hit with spinoff titles galore. Who is certifiable cash cow for publisher Fawcett Comics? Damn son, um, Marvel sounds cool. Nick Fury's right. Sounds good. Everybody likes it. National publications known today as DC Comics saw Captain Marvel as a knockoff of its own Superman. <laughs> sued Fawcett. <laughs> where DC eventually won and Fawcett was forced to retire publishing it, leaving Damn. the name completely unused in 1966. Once the name be- fell into the public domain, a minor publisher named MF Enterprises created their own Captain Marvel, one that no one remembers today. Jesus. <clears throat> this Captain Marvel wasn't only a knockoff of the 40s cap. I am reading from an article on Nerdist, by the way. Jesus. He ripped off Superman 2. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Goes on and on. And it just gets the knockoffs just that knockoff. But see, that's like, okay, at what point does something become a knockoff? And at what point are you just pulling superpowers out of the zeitgeist? Because like... A oh, lot of them can fly. Yeah, a lot okay. of them have super strength. <laughs> so, um, that this the the ripoff is Captain he from Marvel Ripton? had a secret identity of a journalist. <laughs> <laughs> had a young ward named Billy Baxter. Mark meant. <laughs> no, hold on. Borrowing for Batman, he had a young ward named Billy Baxton. The original Jesus. Captain Marvel's real name. Let us remind you was Billy Batston. We know it was pretty shameless. Gosh. This Captain Marvel even managed to rip off Archie Comics as he lived in the small idyllic town of Riverdale. I mean, Riverview. Oh my god. Yeah, no, that is No, it was off. a blatant that rip off. That is blatant. Of that is that is some high levels of balls right there. <laughs> Five whole issues. Oh wow, um, didn't last long. Yeah. Marvel Comics came in at that point. And that's where uh Marvel Okay. came in at. Which uh, they're like, ha yeah. ha It just goes back different. and forth, back and forth. Carol Danvers is actually the most recent. Mm. Um, I thought Kamala was the most recent. Kamala, I... Mm. No, that's a president candidate. Hold on. Shit. What is her name? I don't know. I don't read comics, but I know there's a Muslim superhero, and I got really excited. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think she's a Miss Marvel, though. I'm going to try to Google it. Yeah, there's Miss Marvel, but then there's Captain Marvels. Okay, so they're, and they're Cause, because different. Because um, Carol Danvers was Miss Marvel. And then she became. Previously, then she became Captain Marvel. Okay, okay. So you, you, Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel are not interchangeable. While some characters have been both. Okay, and Carol's one that has been both. They're not necessarily interchangeable. Okay. They're not the same thing at all. 
Kamala Khan. She's... Hold on. I was going to say Kamala Harris, and I was like, nope, that's, that's, that's a presidential <laughs> candidate. That's a different, that's a different person. Uh, yeah, Miss Marvel. Yeah. So she assumes it from Carol. So she's Carol's successor. So that's, that's a different. Okay. But we'll but like, get into the Carol Danvers. When you get into there being that many iterations of a character, like, somebody's not going to be happy with which one they chose. Oh, no. And I mean, well, like, that, I'd like to see She-Thor, but well, like. She Thor. Or She Hulk. Well, I mean, or Frog Thor. I really do want to see that. You gave me wine on purpose. No, I gave you wine so I could have wine. Oh, is that how that works? How that works. That's true. You're right. You're right. So, what was your favorite part of the movie? Um, I think it has to be the standing up. I know, right? That. Like, the first time, it didn't make me teary because I think my brain was still processing everything. But the second time I saw it, I was like, it's so beautiful. Yeah. Because, like, that was yeah. big. Yeah. It was It was the most powerful. And it was supposed to be the most, well, between that and her. Oh, yeah. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hi. If you're new to this, um, we're going to spoil the fuck out of this movie. So, like, welcome. Um, if you haven't seen it, then you got bigger problems. Um, between that, the standing up scene, and the scene where she knocks down um, Jan Rog. Yeah. Those are the two. I kind of, in my head, that became one scene. Because it was kind of, you know. But they were the two emotionally charged scenes yeah. um, in the movie. And there were, uh, like, but, so many great moments, but, but that stuck out for me. That was kind of like the Wonder Woman battle, uh, no man's battlefield, land. no man's no land man's scene. Land. Yeah. Um, yeah. which chokes me up. Um, but yeah, that was, that was big. And it was like, Hey guys, that's what it feels like to be a woman all the fucking time. Because if you try to take a teeny tiny amount of power or agency or whatever that some dude doesn't think you should have, they just want to knock you down. Yeah. So it fucking sucks. You have to keep getting back up. Yeah. And keep getting back up. And so that's um, that was super powerful. Not only just Carol physically getting back up over and over again, becoming a pilot, you know, the whole shebang. But it was the circumstances surrounding that you could see yeah. in the scene that she's standing up from over yeah. and over again. Um, that and was, it was men telling her she couldn't do stuff. That was that was her dad saying, you, you shouldn't go this, you, you shouldn't do this. The kid in the go-kart saying, you can't go this fast. The Air Force Academy telling her she's a woman. Mm-hmm. It's called a cockpit for a reason. And so it was just like, holy God, this is so great. I'm so proud of her. But yeah, it, that was big for me. It, it was, yeah, it was, it was a really good scene. And. No, the first time I saw the scene, I was in tears. Yeah, for a very um, different reason. For a very different reason. Uh, because Carol Danvers as a little girl reminds me of my oldest grandchild. She looks a she lot looks like her. Almost just like her. So um, that it, it made a, it made it personal for me. Yeah. And um, I, as we were sitting there waiting for the end credits, I'm texting my daughter. Yeah. You have to take her to see this now. Immediately. Immediately. Yeah. You have to see it. And they did. They had a nice mother-daughter. They did. Had a mother, they had a nice little mother-daughter. And yeah. we have emails from them. Yes, from both of them. From both of them. Yeah. So. Super excited. But yeah, like, 
as cool as it was for me to see this at 35 years old, like the fact that I could have seen this at like 10 or 11 or younger. Yeah. And there how are cool with that. Have are been. little girls today who are able to see the, uh, the, the reboot of the ghostbusters to mm-hmm. see wonder woman, to see, uh, captain Marvel and, um, and be able to see themselves on the screen. And like, that's the thing you don't necessarily have to love this movie for, like, you might have had problems with the plot. Same with Lady Ghostbusters. You may have had problems with that plot, or you really, really love the original. Trust me, I really, really love the original of that. But, like, you can't discount the fact that, like, that made me, like, watching Ghostbusters and watching Captain Marvel made me feel fucking bulletproof for a while well, afterwards. Well, yeah, of course it did. And, like, that doesn't happen very often. No, because, we, well, Ocean's 8. Oh, God, I love that movie. Ocean's 8. Ocean's it's, 8, it's yeah. From, it's from the female narrative. And yeah. if, guys, you don't get those movies, imagine that's how a woman feels every time All they the time. see every other movie in the world. So when somebody begrudges, wants to begrudge or, us one movie, yeah. I'm like, you're an asshole. I mean, don't do it. Don't do it. And it's fine if you didn't like it for whatever reason, but don't want to take it away from us just because it's like i have 99 and i want to have 100 okay (laughs) dudley dursley okay okay Okay. i get a little fighty okay i think they got the point okay can we move on yeah okay we can we have other things to talk about we do okay we do indeed we have so many other things to talk about because you are the herder of cats and i am somebody's got to keep us on point and it's not gonna be me um what did you have a problem with so we talked about favorites (sighs) um okay wait wait Who's your favorite character outside of obviously Captain Marvel? I I loved um, both Maria and Monica, but okay. it was so fun to see Fury okay. without him being this hundred percent like like Fury that we've seen previously has been the kind of bitch that would be like, hold on, I'm going to make my entrance with the smoke. You know, smoke machine <laughs> Welcome behind to me. Level seven. I mean, like he's the kind of like Gina Linetti of. You right. Cr- and so, like to see You're him right. like as a younger agent and seeing him being like unabashedly like playing with what he thinks is a cat, that was really nice. But I do love Maria and Monica, and like I am super psyched to see Maria show back up again in the MCU because that better fucking happen. Not Maria Monica. Mo- oh, Monica's Maria's little one. the mother. Maria's Monica's the, mom. the daughter. Yeah, Monica better show back up because so, she's a good enough age to be involved in this. So, you want to know who's my surprise favorite character outside of Captain Marvel? Goose. Talos. Talos was great. Talos. Or, okay, I okay. really liked I have him. A... Ben Mendelsohn. Okay, they pronounced it like Talos. Okay, Talos. But like it's spelled Talos from T-A-L-O-S. from Elder Scrolls, which is why I kept. Okay. I had to pay attention to its pronunciation. Um, but he was so great. I liked him. The As, thing, yeah. The thing about Ben. Well, Mendels- I love Ben Mendelsohn though. Yeah, but the thing about him that works is as soon as I, because I, you know, I knew who had been cast, and even though he was in the makeup, the scroll makeup, he's got a very distinctive voice. Yes. And I knew that was him, and he's played villains before, and you're like, that tracks. But as soon as it became, oh shit, he's not the villain. It no, was like he's an antihero. It was like kinda. this. This shit works too. Yeah, he worked on both though, levels. Though I have problems with his character from canon over onto translated to the screen, and you'll see. And when we get to do our character by character analysis, um, you'll understand why. Okay. Um, 
from the movie standpoint, I adored him because he's like, yeah. sorry. But like I, your original question was <laughs> what I didn't like about what, it. Yeah. What what did you have problems with? One of the things I thought, and it, and it wasn't that I had a problem with it necessarily because I'm one of those knee jerk, like they can't have the Tesseract. The Tesseract, um, originally I was like, the Tesseract was under the ocean with Steve. And then I was like, no, no, no. we had, we had to rethink it. all of that. Yeah. So like, yeah, because the Tesseract was, was, um, recovered long before yeah, Steve was. Howard, Howard got it. But like, so it makes sense that it clearly went missing at some point. Um, we're assuming because, uh, Dr. Lawson had access to it because S.H.I.E.L.D. was involved in Pegasus and whatever, whatever. I would have liked that explained a little better. Okay. Well, um, yeah. So, like, the whole, that that kind of thing, I would have liked, and they might be doing this, saving this for Infinity War, I would have liked Carol's actual powers explained a little better, because you kind of had to, like, fill in the gaps for me. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, wait a minute, how come her power's driven by, or, like, or no, it was the ship. How can they power the ship that was powered by the Tesseract, but the Tesseract is on Earth? Because the Tesseract is a battery, it's not Carol kind of is now, too. Yeah. So, like, I'm... And I'm, I could be in the minority. I'm one of those people that I like things like very thoroughly explained when you it comes step to stuff by like step that. Instructions. And yeah. I know that's probably unrealistic, but that was really my, my biggest. Well, I mean, they never really, ex- oh, well, they never really explained all of Steve's powers either. No, no. Because he not only has, su- he's not just super strong. No, he's got a bunch of other shit. He has like a really high metabolism. Mm-hmm. He has super healing. And all this other stuff that's not really explained. Yeah. So, I mean, they can't... So, like... Ain't nobody got time for that, is what I'm saying. Yeah, and, and I... That's one of those things that, like, reality... It, it's kind of like, I would like every every Harry Potter movie to be nine hours long. It's not realistic, yeah. but I still would like it to happen. <laughs> Doesn't um, mean you wouldn't watch it. So, yeah. But, like, so... That's really my... I mean, I... I know it wasn't a perfect movie. It wasn't... I, I don't think the story was... The reason why I keep going back to Winter Soldier is it was such a gut punch. Mm-hmm. Um, but we already had the character for a little while. We already had Bucky for a little while. I was already invested in you that. You invested in them, yeah. So, like, you weren't going to be able to gut punch me like that. But this was this was well, a that's sh- why, this was an amazing origin story. That's why that stand up scene worked at the end of the movie. Had we seen yes. it at the beginning of the movie, it would not yes. have made any sense to us. Yes. Um. So yeah, I really. I know it wasn't perfect, but I don't have a lot of problems with it, really. You know what my problem is. It's not the comic? No, it's not that. What? The jump gates. Oh, yeah. We There's talk- yeah. an inconsistency in the movies. And, that's and I hate ca- it. That's kind of the problem with something like the MCU, because it is hella ambitious. Mm-hmm. And that's, if you hear, if you read articles about just the MCU as a concept, that's something that would keep coming up is the ambitiousness of it all. And it's like, it is, because you made a really good point, and I didn't even think about it, is how come they needed the Tesseract to open a portal for the Chitauri if they could have just jumped to Earth? Because we know the Captain Marvel movie is set in the 90s, and the jump gates, which you pointed out, the jump gates were established in Guardians of the Galaxy. Which is after Avengers. That's great and all, but Captain Marvel is set before Avengers, so those jump gates were there. Oh, yeah. That's so a thing. So why did the Chitauri, the, 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 the yeah. Chitauri have to use the Tesseract-powered thing? Why was that even necessary? Why was that? Yeah. Because presumably they had ships. I think those big big guys I mean, they, were no, ships. And, they were, and Ronan had a big ship. Yeah. And Ronan 
used those fucking jump gates yes, in Captain did. America. So why did he have to have a portal in Avengers? Captain Marvel. Ronan wasn't Ronan. Ronan wasn't involved in the Avengers. Oh, was he? Oh, you're right. That no, was, that was purely Chitari. There were no Cree shenanigans that we know Thanos. of. It, yeah. So okay, you're right. You're right. And my right. answer to you was because they hadn't, because Guardians hadn't established that's how you travel. You know, that's how you jump, and you're I mean, like, that's not a good enough answer. And it's like, well, it's not. No, it's not. But yeah, because they did borrow heavily from, uh, from Guardians. Well, yeah, because, you know, that's the whole cosmic, introducing the cosmic universe. They use the same font. They use the same visual for the jumps. Mm -hmm. Which, speaking of, I think this is our first Marvel podcast since James Gunn was reinstated. James Gunn is doing Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yes, thank the gods. But he's also still doing Suicide Squad. Yes, he is. Which I'm, anybody that's not Zack Snyder being involved, I'm super excited about. And Idris Elba. I mean, I love Will Smith, but holy shit, Idris Elba. Idris Elba in anything? <laughs> anything. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah, so that's... It was a serious plot consistency, and you know how I hate those. And I think it was purely just but, because they hadn't defined that way back in 2012 when well, Avengers came out. I don't out. care. I know. I don't care. You and I... like Fix that's, it. That's what I think of when like I think of this shit is I'm like, okay... If you and I were in charge of this shit, we'd be like, wait a minute. Are you going to make a movie in like four to five years that's going to define this? If so, we're defining it now because we have to be consistent. Mm -hmm. I know us. They had the Tesseract. Yeah. They could have done the same thing. You had the technology. They had the Tesseract right there, which is what they used in Avengers. Yeah. Why use a different technology? Well, because that's the thing. The Tesseract was precious and finite. And you couldn't... It was precious and finite in Avengers. Yeah, but like, every, you couldn't you couldn't say they can't travel around the galaxy. There's, there's nothing you can say that's going to make it okay for me. I know that. Okay. I know that. Because it's not okay. They shouldn't have established that the test... Honestly, the, the Tesseract shouldn't have been the MacGuffin it was for that reason. They should have found a different mm-hmm. way for the Tesseract to be important. Then it opens a portal. It's like, bitch, we got portals well, I mean, for it, days. It does give us a Tesseract origin story, too, though. So That's true. And I love to know did. that the Tesseract was in Goose's tummy at some point. We'll talk about Goose. I love Goose so much. Chewy. Everybody loves Goose. Goose is the breakout. Goose is the breakout star. Breakout star. As AKA well. A.K.A. Reggie. As well Goose should be. Oh, his name is Reggie. One of his names. There's four of them, There's actually, but cats. Reggie was the main Reggie one. Was the main Reggie was the Reggie main one. Reggie got tired of somebody else. The other one were stunt cats. I was like, God, can I have people that's like, oh, Queenie's tired. Can you step in? I know, right? Like, my God. It's like, oh, I'll get most of the credit, but I can still be like, I'm tired. <laughs> I mean, you right. Sign my ass up. You right. So... All right. Anything else you want to talk about the movie before we start doing... Um, I do want to remind you to remind me... To talk about some of the Endgame content that's okay. been floating around, like the posters. Okay. Um, but that's that's an end okay. discussion. It's a, is that the Endgame? I will murder you. <laughs> you love me. I do, but I will also I'm a murder you. Delight. You are a fucking delight. <laughs> Best friends. <laughs> You're, are we friends? Yeah, we're we are in for minship. For minship. You're not going to suspend the friendship for 10 I'm minutes. I'm not going to suspend it for 10 minutes, at okay, least not on not the podcast. It's not a suspense offense, is it? <laughs> it's not a suspense offense. <laughs> uh, we're like this normally. We are. So just we are. don't even. Okay, so let's just, we're going to go down, like we always do, this is going to go straight list. down the IMDb list, which yeah. I only printed 
I, I got down to Monica and realized Goose got left off. So okay, I had to write him in. Yeah, it was a big cast. It was a very big cast. Um, uh, so we're going to start with, of course, Brie Larson as Carol Danvers slash Ver- Veers slash Veers. Captain Marvel. I was very skeptical of her. So, well. To begin with. Let, let's get the, the quote unquote facts out of the way. Okay. And then we'll talk about her um, emotionally. Okay. Um, just to give us some, because I'm going to get all this out of the way. So uh, Carol Danvers. Uh, first appeared in Uncanny X- X-Men. No, back it up. Super, uh, as Carol Danvers. Okay. Her first appearance was Marvel Superheroes number 13 in March 1968. Jeez. As Captain Marvel, Avenging Spider-Man number 9, July 2012. Oh, wow. So she was Miss Marvel for a really long time. She was Miss Marvel in 1977. She became Binary in 1982 and is Warbird in 1998. You know them superheroes love to rebrand. So she did not become Captain Marvel until 2012. That's what I'm saying. She is the more recent okay. of the okay. Captain Marvel. She was created by Roy Thomas and Jean Colan. Okay. C-O-L-A-N. Uh, she has two origin stories. Did they retcon her? Sort of. Okay. But they claim it's not a retcon. I know. Anytime you got to claim it's I not know. a retcon, that smells like a retcon. So one one story goes that she's human who got exposed uh, through Marvel. Uh, she she got merged with his essence or some shit okay. through an accident. It was an there was some big explosion. It was some big okay fish, okay blah, 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 uh, whatever. Let's see. Yeah, it was some big, like, explosion accident. Some bullshittery. Something. Some bullshittery. But then <laughs> the other one is she had a human father but a Cree mother. Oh. And her Cree stuff was She really was, was part Cree. And then her Cree, her, like, her Cree DNA was dormant until she met Marvell and things happened. Okay. And they, it got activated or something. Okay. So there's two stories there um, as, to, as her quote-unquote origin. Okay. So my actually my first knowledge of she was Miss Marvel at the time was that's how Rogue got her flight powers. Okay. Is she actually like absorbed them from Miss Marvel, if I remember correctly. All right. Here it is. Uh, Carol Susan Jane Danvers. Jesus, that's a lot of names. Well, you know, um, first appeared as an officer in the United States Air Force and a colleague of the Kree superhero Marvell. Okay. Danvers later became the first incarnation of Miss Marvel in Miss Marvel number one, 1977, after her DNA fused with Marvell's during an explosion. Okay, so they kind of use giving her sort of that. They kind of use that because they use the explosion. It's something with with Yon Rog or or whatever. It was something that Miss Marvel or the cat that Marvell built, Mm -hmm. not necessarily Marvell herself in the movie. And and then they do have an ex- in the movie they do have the explosion yeah because they explode the the yeah, engine she, thing she thinks that she's honestly so uh, killing right. everything for the greater good and it ends up infusing her right better stronger faster uh, okay then uh, at the time of the publication Miss Marvel number one in nineteen seventy seven the title was self consciously socially progressive for its time cool cool as Marvel often was. This was reflected in the use of the word Ms. 
MS. Oh, that was a big deal back in the day. Then associated, this is 1977. Yeah, that was a big deal. Then associated with the feminist movement and then Danvers fighting for equal pay for equal work in her civilian identity. Oh, go you, Carol. Uh, I'm so proud of her. She's been a badass for like a bajillion years. So the Cree part has been a part of the Cree has always been a part of her. Okay, in some form or fashion, in some in some way. Yeah. Okay. Uh, In 2013, Danvers and her Avenger teammates battle Yon Rog, the Cree commander who's responsible for the explosion that caused Danvers to receive her powers, and then defeating the Cree, Danvers loses her memories. So that is also canon. Her not having memories um, is a canon thing. Okay. Okay. So I thought that was important to bring up. That is good. Okay, here's her powers in a nutshell. Ooh. Initially possessed superhuman strength. And this is just purely from the comics. The movies could do something different. That's my exactly. disclaimer. This is, this is, I'm reading this straight off of Wikipedia, I believe. Carol Danvers initially possessed superhuman strength, endurance, stamina, physical durability, and a limited precognitive seventh sense and a perfectly augmented human-slash-cree physiology that rendered her resistant to most toxins and poisons. Yeah, she's perfect. Um, as binary, the character could tap the energy of a white hole, allowing full control and manipulation of stellar energies, therefore control over heat, the electromagnetic Jesus. spectrum, and gravity. Light speed Fuck. travel and the ability to survive in the vacuum of space were also possible. She originally only had the power of flight thanks to contraption under her suit. Oh. So. Yeah, they made that. Yeah, all that. Because they made that really clear because she had that mask that was part of her Cree. Mm-hmm. Uh, uniform, the and then star, at the end she star did. Force or yeah, they gave her a mohawk. Um, but I it, hated that mohawk. <laughs> in the end, she didn't need thing. it. She she was flying without helmet because yeah. she's just I, that much of a badass. I hated that damn thing. <laughs> it was so stupid looking. <laughs> so she is considered Earth six one six. Okay, okay. Uh, her call sign was actually cheeseburger. Oh, cheeseburger! Mm. Not Avenger. She rose quickly to the top of her Air Force class, taking the call sign Cheeseburger. That's amazing. Yeah. I thought that was important to note because Cheeseburger just made me giggle. I'm having far cry flashbacks mm-hmm. to Cheeseburger the Bear. Uh, she is part of the new Avengers. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, my theory is that she's going to be the new Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. As far as leading the Avengers, mm-hmm. because we're, we're getting the old guard kind of um, ushered out. Kara also dated Jim Rhodes. Really? A fellow former U.S. Air Force pilot known as the armored hero war machine. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, oh. There's uh, Carol and Tony don't get along. That's kind of not shocking at all. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The tension between Carol and Tony increased after Carol's use of Ulysses. What the fuck is Ulysses? I don't know. This is Civil War Two. Oh, God. First, uh, tragedy. Two different instances. So we got two different instances coming up here. First, War Machine died and She-Hulk was left in a coma following a preemptive ambush on Thanos. Whoops. Later, Bruce Banner was killed by Hawkeye after a vision foretold that Banner could cause a tragedy during a rampage as Hulk. Jesus. I the, mean, like. These, these I made note of because I was like, mm, Thanos? Why did anybody have to tell you Hulk could cause damage during a rampage? I, I don't know. I feel like that's in the that's in the orientation brochure. Uh, the ensuing battle between battle between Iron Man and Captain Marvel's forces was cut short when a new vision announced Captain America's death at the hands of a new Spider-Man on the steps of the Capitol building. Welp. 
that'll ruin any party. Yeah. So yeah, there's some. Um, there's some shit. There's also I see Iron Man and Captain Marvel came to blows one last time after both Spider Man and Captain America traveled to Washington D.C. Again, this is the Civil War II storyline to prove the Vision wrong. Tony lost the fight and slipped into a coma. Jesus, what a drama, baby. I'm just thinking. So how is Endgame going to play out if Tony and Carol canonically did not get along that well? But we also know that the old old team is is really not going to be there. Yeah. It's rumored they're not moving forward. Yeah. So I was like, well, like, mm. that's the thing. If I was if I was Robert Downey Jr., I'd say, listen, I've been in a punishing schedule for like 11 years now. Yeah. I love this he character. He also needs to do Sherlock Holmes 3. I'm just right. pointing that out. Like, I love this character, but also, I'm tired. So, like, don't kill me. Make me retire. And I'll come back for, like, a scene in the Spider-Man movies. He can be... I'll be weird Uncle he Tony. Can start... I just hurt myself. Oh, God. Did you have a brain? What, what if he starts being the cameos instead of Stanley? Oh, no! But if anybody can do that, it would be it would be fucking Tony. Yeah. So Jesus, like, I just hurt myself saying that. So like, yeah, I forgive don't, me, please. As much as like I love them, and you know, yeah, I know Tony's had some problems, but like he's he his redemption well. arc is complete. He means well. Um, his redemption arc is complete. It is. So like, as much as I love them, I could, I could greatly see and and i could see evans do it and you know a lot of the others like because I, I don't know that a bunch of people are going to end up dead when once the dust settles on endgame um but i think they're going to be like okay i lost uh most of the people i love we brought them back but i've still been emotionally scarred peace out yeah i'm gonna retire so yeah tony's a prime candidate for that yeah as is um because he was Steve. great. He was great. It was, it was really great to see him in the little instances we did in Spider-Man Homecoming. I thought that was great. I, I thought, thought it was, was enough. Yeah. Like, I could live with that. Yeah. Just <clears throat> don't kill them all off. Yeah. Jesus. We've had enough of that. <clears throat> so, I mean, and Carol Danvers is really all we're going to talk about this whole thing. Yeah. Um, I love her so much. She never pulled punches, literally and figuratively. Yeah. Um. She was okay. The '90s clothes. Oh, everything '90s in this film was like it gave me fucking life. I lived the '90s. I did too, and I they were there were a lot of horrible things. Wore but those clothes. Also, like it was amazing. They played fucking garbage. Yeah, they did. It was great. <coughs> the Nine Inch Nails T-shirt, though, yes. gave, gave me life with the leather jacket with. The plaid shirt tied around your waist. No, that was a flannel. You call that a flannel? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was I was a young one during the 90s. I'm not mad. I wasn't an adolescent during the. I mean, I wasn't later, but like the grunge era was like mad. a little before my mad. time. Yeah, flannel maybe. I still have flannels, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, you do. I do. You know, I do. I know. Um, you want to be the leather jacket bisexual? I do, but you're the but you're I'm the actually, flannel bisexual. I'm actually a hoodie bisexual. You are. You're actually all of them at varying times, but you're mostly yeah. a hoodie right now. Yeah, in this, in your in your year, current this year, my current iteration state. is is the hoodie. I do love the hoodie. Yeah. Um, I have only you have, have a lot of hoodies. Four, five. 
Only one of which is Winter Soldier. Only one of which is Winter Soldier. A. One is Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. One is Haunted Mansion. Yes. Two are playing. Yes. Anyway. Anywho. Um But I, I really like this, Carol. I like that. And this this is a theme that we've seen in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. This is a theme you see in any kind of galactic Marvel. You see it with uh, Star-Lord, even though he's only half Terran. Is basically you can you can talk shit about the humans, but like we're the cockroaches of the universe, bitch, and we keep getting the fuck up. So like anytime Yong Ra was talking about like, oh, you need to overcome da 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 da, he's basically saying like, burn away the human part. It's funny that you say that. Yes. The Scroll Cree War. Yeah. There's there's mentioned something I'm trying I think it was was it the Supreme Intelligence somebody somewhere made the mention because there was the the Scree Scree uh Cree Scroll War. Yeah. And, also known um, as the Scree War. Scree War. We're just going to go with that. <laughs> uh but the humans of course get involved somehow because Because why? of course they because did. Of course they did. But We're fucking humans. It was noted that the scrolls and the Cree have peaked in their evolution. And the humans had way more potential. Oh, because we're like babies compared to them. Apparently we don't. So I yeah. don't know. I'd have to find the exact. I'm a little comment, bit freaked but... out by the Cree because I guess I didn't realize they were basically ruled over by Skynet. Yeah, a slightly benevolent Skynet who doesn't want to kill everybody, but still kind of wants to take over uh, everything. What was that stupid computer called? In um, War Games, Hitchhiker's God. Oh, Hitchhikers. Oh, fuck. Fuck. You know who I'm talking about? I do. Helen Mirren was the voice, wasn't she? I can't remember. Ah, oh, fuck. Now I need to look it up. The, the yes, I know exactly who you're talking about. Big it's, something. That's essentially. Big think. Something like I that. I need to look that's it up. That's essentially who, who this person is. So. Yeah. Because um, my first thought was, so there's little white mice running this, right? <laughs> yeah. That's all I need to know. Yeah. And actually, like, if you, like, if you look into AI, it's. It's scary as balls. Mm-hmm. Um, this is actually a good uh, outcome of AI. Is a semi-benevolent leader that like doesn't kill the entire planet. Deep thought. Deep thought. Deep thought. Deep thought. Um, so yeah. And I immediately was like, well, it's Skynet, but it doesn't try to murder everybody. It just tries what? to murder no. all, the, all the scroll. Watson? Oh, Watson's the uh, AI IBM has. What's then? What's the one from War Games? I thought it was named Watson. I don't remember the name from War Games. Okay. Oh, I can try to look it up while you your your phone's closer. Okay. But um, do you want to play a game? Which, ironically, the MCU has referenced. So the the Scroll Cree War is really not what they reflected in the movie, and they're both terrible races. So. (laughs) Just let that go. Talos is totally not what they present in the movie, but they had to have a good side. You have to have the good guys and the bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. And they introduced the Kree-Squirrel War temporarily, which is a big arc. Yeah. In the Marvel. And as, um, not Marvel's the comics, but the Captain Marvel stories. Okay. And we've had a lot of Kree shenanigans, uh, in not only the movies of the MCU, but also S.H.I.E.L.D., Yes. All yes, over because that. that's how Phil Coulson comes back. Uh Whopper. Is the is Whopper. The Whopper. That's yeah. right. 
Yeah. And Hal. Don't forget Hal. Don't forget Hal, yeah. You yeah. know where Hal's name came from, right? No. It's one letter off of IBM. Oh, shut the fuck up. That's some shade right there. No, seriously. I am so proud of them for doing that. That's IBM IBM would not let them use IBM. That's next level shade. So how? I love that. Is one letter off from IBM. That is amazing. I know, right? Okay. So we're basically going to be talking about Carol Danvers all day anyway. Yeah. So the next character on my list is not Goose. Not Goose. Goose's name is Chewy. Is Chewy. I know. And you... I mean, okay, like, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, too, and, like, I get... <sighs> Are you? Are you? Not as much as you. Um, You grew up with it a little bit more than I did, but... <laughs> Just my entire fucking life. <laughs> if it wasn't Disney, I would get why they changed it. And, like, I, I, can, I can understand that, like, pilots in the 80s must have been, like... Their dicks got hard at the mention of fucking um, Top, Gun. Top Gun. So, like, I get that. No, I mean, I totally get why. But also, like, it. you're Disney and you own Chewie and you could have used that name. I mean, you're right. Because you're he's absolutely right. The greatest co pilot in the galaxy. Ever. 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 So, yeah. I mean, part of me gets why they changed it, and then part of me's like, why did you make it lamer? Yeah. Because I mean, I'm, I'm not a big. Like, no. Top Gun I'm not fan. Either, but, I mean, I get it. They also changed her call sign and. Well, that that was for stuff. narrative, you know, um, impact. Chewie is, in fact, female. Okay. As okay. Goose is. As Goose is. As is Goose. Um, because created by, even our cats are female, yo. <laughs> or Flurkins. Uh, created by Brian Reed and Robert De La Torre. Uh, first appearance was in Miss Marvel number one, uh, 2006, unnamed. Okay. And named um, in Miss Marvel Volume 2, number 5, later that, later that year. Cool, cool. Um, Chewie was originally Carol Danvers' pet. Aww. Um, but in she, this, he was Lawson's cat. She thought, she thought it was just a cat. <laughs> she thought it was a cat. Um, when Carol, now Captain Marvel, left Earth to explore the universe, she took Chewie with her. Awesome. When she encountered the Guardians of the Galaxy, member Rocket Raccoon identified Chewie as a flurkin. A rocket tried to kill Chewie before it could lay eggs. Oh, my God. But Carol stopped him. Oh, my Chewie gosh. has 117 children. Jesus. Mm -hmm. Goddamn, Chewie. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Carol took Chewie and her 117 offspring to a rescue center in the Tyborn Cluster. Oh, my God. Where she planned to leave her and the kittens to be taken care of. However, Chewie later teleported back to Carol's ship to stay with her. No, oh, that's cute. Mm. But... So, I mean, she was named, she was named Chewie because, you know, she looked like the character from Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Looked like so. Whatever. Um, love this character. Yeah. Love Fury. Love Fury's reaction to it. Reaction I was to the character. Delighted by Fury's interactions with Goose. Oh, yeah. The baby that talk. That was the best part of the movie. The, like, it was, it was the best. It made me so Goose happy. Goose just. The, okay, so the first flight and Goose gets plastered against yes! the back of the plane. Oh, so cute. So cute. Yeah. Reggie did a good job. I feel bad because Brie is highly allergic to cats. And so she Brie could Lawson do no acting is, with, with no, Reggie no. or any and of the others. Any of the times that she actually had to come and co any be anywhere near on set where they had to like just totally 
green screen that shit. Well, not no, not that. Or CGI they had to, it. Um, a lot of it was CGI, but they had to decontaminate. Yeah. Um, she's highly allergic. Highly allergic. Yeah. Bless her heart. So yeah. But the um, okay. So when the final, the second, the last, the final, final comes up. And the cat's I immediately there. knew what was about to happen, and I'm not even all a cat us, owner. All of us knew. Yeah. And we're sitting there watching, and the cat's licking her <sighs> paw, and you hear the first, <laughs> and we're all like, oh, shit. <laughs> nope. We know. You knew it was coming. Every cat owner in the world knows and that they universal. And they tried to fake you out, like, uh, hmm, it's nothing. And then it's like, Bleh. It's the universal hairball. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they're going to find the most inopportune place yes. to deposit their uh, treasure. Furious. Although, I think Fury's desk... Yeah. It's not... Not terrible, not, because it's like, look, here, you wanted this, right? Yeah, I'm saving this for you. I love that Fury kept Goose in did, his did, office. Did Fury keep Goose, or did Goose just stay? Yeah, I think that's probably more accurate. Come on. Yeah. It's a cat. Yeah. It's... It, the cats choose you. That's amazing. You I think know that how was great, though. Are. And then how Fury tried to make his whole, like, eye story be all drama. I can't believe they did that. It's so in keeping with him, though, because he is the biggest really drama is. baby. The last time I trusted somebody, I lost an eye. Oh, my God. It was the cat. It, it was, was the, the cat. fucking cat. It was the fucking cat. But they yeah. killed two birds with one stone. They did. That, they gave us that origin story. And also, they made it ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. Yeah. It's, I loved it. I loved it. I did, too. I did, I too. It. It's just a scratch. Uh-uh. <laughs> I love it. He's off to the side, and he's like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. mm-mm. It's not a cat, man. It's a and how they teased us the entire movie. How's your eye? Oh, it's doing Like, okay. how many times did he get hit? Yeah, because, by the way, Captain uh, Fury is next on my list. I didn't have, I didn't do any printouts on Fury because okay. we've talked we've, about him. We, we've covered him quite extensively. You want origin stories on him? You've got to go back some podcasts. Like okay, Avengers. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Iron Man. I think Avengers is probably the big one. That's the big one. But, I mean, go listen to the Iron Man podcast yeah. where he's, yeah. You do we, your we've talked about Nick Fury a lot. We have. Um, the eye. There were so many times that he got hurt in that general <laughs> area. And you're just like, is that? No, and the whole no, audience is like, it. is it? No. no. Okay. Is it? No. So speaking of CGI, well, yeah. we are now. Okay. That was a nice segue. <laughs> Fury and Coulson. I thought they did a damn good job. On on Samuel L. Jackson, the thing is, he they was in have the movie a lot and close-ups. Yeah, they have, but just like Robert Downey Jr., they have footage of him. Yes, that same young. with Clark Gregg, because because they've both been in the game a very long time. Well, Clark Gregg hasn't aged that much. No, he really hasn't. Samuel was, L. Jackson, though, it was well. Samuel L. Jackson's like seventy now, isn't he? I'm gonna look. We look. We looked when we were leaving the movie, and we were both like, "Oh my god, I cannot believe he's that old." He's not. Well, 70's not that old anymore. That's true. Especially if you're an actor and you're taking care of yourself and you have, you know, money and shit. But, yeah. My God. Oh, baby. Yeah, baby yeah, Fury. Yeah. And okay, baby he, Coulson. He, he was born in 48. I can't do math. So he's I'm, 70. He's 70. He'll be 71 in yeah. this, this December. Yeah. Because my mom was born in 45. Plus, I just did the math on a on a calculator. Wow! So, yeah, yeah. Look he doesn't you. he doesn't act it and or look it. Clark Gregg was born in sixty two, so he's well into his fifties. Okay, because uh, my brother was born in sixty nine, and that makes him 
seven years older than my brother, so he's 56. You said 62, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. His birthday's April 2nd. His birthday's next he's week. He's almost 57, yes. His, look at me. The math checks out. His the math literally checks out. <laughs> Thank you for confirming. You're welcome. My math skills yeah. as a mather. Clark Gregg also does not seem that age. No, but being married to um, Jennifer Gray will do that to you. Yeah, that's I'm just, true. Just gonna that's say, true. he's nobody puts baby in a corner. Also, a perfect except human. Clark Gregg. Yeah, if he really yeah. wants to, if bet, she's okay with it, I bet he doesn't even put baby in a corner. No, I'm no. just saying that's only if baby gave consent. But like, yeah, Jennifer and Gray ask, could could kick your ass a thousand different oh, ways. Fuck yeah, yeah, and fuck he yeah. knows. This. I know Clark Gregg takes. Um, he's a belt and see some colored belt and something oh that's cute no he posts instagram stuff i know but that's cute compared to compared to ming na yeah so much more um but it was so good Ming-Na's just more yeah than everybody but it was i thought they did a great job with both of them both of them yeah yeah um and it was so fun to see them pre anything else we've seen them pre commander yeah um and to see where the trust between Fury and Coulson and comes him in at t- t- uh, trusting his gut. I know and that's, that's what why Fury Fury's wants. like. I want you on, on you. my team. Yeah. Um, and he's so so now. Greg Clark uh, Coulson Coulson. <laughs> so, <laughs> you broke your brain wow. for a minute there. Coulson uh, has can now Agent MCU Clark canonically Greg. has. <laughs> been fury's right hand man and replacement for some time yeah because so. fury fucked off uh but yeah that cgi work was i mean the close-ups on fury yeah because so many of them he that's the weird thing with two eyes. they made such a big deal about robert downey jr but it was for like 20 seconds mm-hmm. and then clark mm-hmm. Gregg really wasn't in this a lot but no. fury was in it a ton they did a lot of cgi on him and it looked damn good Project Pegasus. Yeah. Project Pegasus Project is Pegasus. back from Avengers. So so if they can do, okay, okay, if they can do a Project Pegasus continuation, be it continuity, how come they can't do the jump jump, jump gates? Because they realized huh? they'd already fucked huh? themselves over care. with Guardians. I don't care. I know, baby. They I had know. the Tesseract right there in Goose's belly. Actually, it wasn't technically in Goose's belly. They're intergalactic space pockets, but whatever. Uh, yes, because he's basically a space bag of holding. Yes, He's, he, I want one. I know, me too. I'm not naming my next cat Goose, by the way. Not going to do it. Why? Not going to do it. What if it's an orange baby? I might call it Chewy then. Okay. I'm fine with this. And it will secretly be a Flurkin. I'll just name it Flurkin. Flurkin. Flurkin the cat. Done. There you go. All right. So, yeah. Um. Oh. Our listeners don't know. Oh, Yeah. Johnny has lost. I have a lost kitty cat. Yeah, I, I lost my my precious kitty cat that y'all used to hear yowl on the podcast. Yeah, that she, used to scream at you all out of. I would say love, but it wasn't. It was pure spite. It was pure spite. Yeah. Uh, so sugar was laid to rest back in February. Yeah. And, um, she was quite elderly, and it was it was fine. She was spite living. So my I am I am on the lookout for there for will, a new kitty. Yeah. So and and the name is important. The name is very important. And Flurkin. Is on the table. Flurkin's on the list. Flurkin's on the table. Good to know. Okay. So, yeah. All right. All right. I may, I may have to do a naming contest. <gasps> or not a contest, but a... But a give me ideas give and me I'll ideas. do what the fuck I want yeah. anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I know you. So, anyway. Um, Who next? 
Who next? Ben Mendelsohn. I love him. As, okay, say it for me. Talos? Talos is how they pronounced it in the movie, but it is spelled Talos like from one of the gods from Elder Scrolls because I'm that nerd. Slash Keller. Yeah. So he... I love that they just let him play himself. I know. With, as the, as the, like, Fury's, uh... Fury's boss. Boss. And it's just like, oh, just, just get Ben and just take the makeup off. It's just easier. I mean, it was perfect. And it then, was. Okay, but the looking under the sheet. Yes. God. Come on. God, that was... I could so honestly... I realized this was a female narrative film, but also... I would have been disappointed if they hadn't have done it. I could have easily seen that as something that Sam Jackson's like, hey, hey. I want to do a thing. Hey. Yeah. Uh, so, Talos, my secret favorite character. I loved him. I thought he Not was great. Secret because now we've told everybody. Yeah. Um, my surprise. Yes. Surpri- surprise. That is- my surprise favorite character. Yes. yes. Okay. So, let's get through the deets real quick. Okay. Uh, Talos the Untamed. Ooh. I.K.A. Talos the Tamed. Not really sure Jesus. what that's about. Uh, he's an Earth 616. Okay. Uh, let's see. First appearance is Incredible Hulk 418, June 1984. Created by Peter David and Gary Frank. Okay. Okay. So, here's my problem with his character that I mentioned previously. Okay. <clears throat> he is a scroll cyborg born without shape-shifting. Well... Well, <laughs> I think they fucked that part up. Yeah, rather, rather significantly. That's a big part of his character, though. Yeah. As far as, you know, uh, being a scroll, He's a scroll soldier. Um, still wears the military uniform. Um, you know, he's just a dude. Once disguised himself as a human named Jonathan Jonathan Richards using makeup and a fake beard, you know, the old-fashioned way. Oh, my God. Hired private eye, Howard the Duck. Jesus. I mean, it's, he's terrible. Um, He became the most feared and respected of Squirrel Warriors within the Empire. He was not a nice dude. He is actually uh, unmarried. Okay. Well, we fucked that up, too. Yeah. He has nephews and nieces, and they're all dead, apparently. He is uh, the great-great-uncle of Hulkling. Okay. Which we... So there's that. We did... We think they might be going that way with... uh, Possibly. With... No, Maria and Monica. Monica's the little one. Maria's the... Correct. Okay. Uh, Why they have to both be M names, Marvel? Jesus. Well, because that's how they are in canon. Well, just saying. Shut up. Um, no, if I shut up, then who will talk no, that's with you true. on this Keep podcast? Going. Okay, I'll allow it. Just that's gracious of me. Uh, he was deemed a local threat by Novacore. I would, ex- yeah. So I did a little reading on. Let's see, did I actually make any notes about the scrolls? Okay, we do know that scrolls can be not blue. Um, they were green, but okay. They were blue. Oh, no, the scrolls are green. Scrolls Sorry, were green. Sorry, I'm confusing with the Kree, aren't Yeah, you're I? thinking Kree. I'm going to back up then. Um, but the, the, the scrolls themselves were introduced in Fantastic Four, uh, number two, in January of 1962. Okay. Stanley and Jack Kirby. Wow, they've been around for a while. Yeah. Uh, there's... The 
Cree Scroll War. Also known second, as the Scree War. The Second Scree War. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, it's not pretty. They're, They've they're, been pretty they're one not, note. They're not, they're not good people. There's well, see, a fuck the ton of scrolls, though, in the comics. I'm glad they went the way they did because I had conflicting feelings going into this. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I don't like the Kree. Because we have a lot of textual no. evidence in the MCU from not only Guardians, but if you're not familiar with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we've had a lot of Kree fuckery there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And... They're not nice. And so I was like, I don't know how I feel about this because they were being set up as like, you know, on the just side of this war. And so I was really kind of glad we got the Cree, the the scroll side of things because I was like, I don't want to like the Cree. They've done some fucking terrible things. No, which I think is why they made the scrolls as likable as they did, although they're not really. Well, and he even said, I've got plenty of blood on my hands, too. Yeah, he does. Um, But. (laughs) You know, this is this that the scroll. They were fighting mm, too. You know, yeah. they weren't blameless. Well, I mean, not a hundred, not a hundred percent blameless, but, but yeah, the way they're portrayed in the movie, they are the they are uh, the victims in this. They're the immigrants. They're yes. the well, it's the not minority. even that they well, had. No, no, I'm thinking like socially, they're, yes. they're the minority. Yes. They're the um, the ones being eradicated. Blah blah. Yeah. blah. They won't assimilate, so fuck you, we'll blow up your planet. But I think that needed, it was necessary to get Carol off the Cree camp. Yeah. yeah. Out of the Cree camp and have her fight for justice. Well, and the Cree made it really convenient for themselves because they told her that they were the source of her powers. They, tr- yeah, they really weren't. Um. So, like, yeah, that was kind uh, of a but big. But I, I really liked him. I did he too. Was, I thought he was great. Uh, he was very personable, mm-hmm. even when he, uh, even in a way he was that a villain at the very unquote, beginning. And Norex, was, yeah, Norex, the science guy. Oh my god, science guy. Um, he was played by Matthew Mayer. Oh, I don't god. even know who that is. Science guy. Science. You're supposed to be my science guy. <laughs> Dude. They figured this out before you did. Dude, really? It's great. So great. All I gotta do is make a few modifications. Yeah. It'd be fine. I would not have trusted him at that point. No. But they were. They didn't have a lot of choice. Freaking adorable. All yeah. the scrolls were adorable. I, yeah. And the green ears and everything. Yeah. They were just so personable in a way that Ronan the Accuser has always felt. In the MCU, the Ronan the Accuser has always felt so two dimensional to me. Yeah. I he, never cared about him. Yeah. I don't give a, I don't give a fuck about Ronan. Yeah. I never I really did either. Even though he's played by um, Lee Pace, who's Lee Pace, who's a great actor and precious, um, I care more about Talos. Yeah, exactly. Than anything. Yeah. So anyway, he was fun. He was. Oh, he was. He was, he was so a lot of fun. fun. He was a lot of fun. I don't need these glasses, but they really finished the look. Yeah, and he talked about like making character choices and. Oh God, Jesus! And when he when he picked the surfer chick before the other guy did, and he was like, "Ah, oh, this one's taken." It's like I love it. I want to be the hot chick? It's, it's fine. So great. Okay, so then let's go down the the Cree list here. Okay, Yon Rog, uh, Jude Law is perfect. Jude Law is and always I love perfect. Him. And did they have? They didn't even necessarily need to make his eyes. As pale as they did. No, but, but they did. Nice. They did. The tight suit. Nice. Uh, so, Yon Rog is from Marvel Superheroes number 12. I, I mean, still an asshole. 
Oh. But he real pretty. Yeah. Uh, which was December 1967. Okay. Uh, so he was created by Stan Lee and Gene Colan. C-O-L-A-N. Cool, cool. Uh, he is a Cree military officer. Okay, they got that right. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Had a deep hatred towards Marvell. Oh. Uh, there was a love interest in there. We're not, uh, even, we're not even gonna go there. We're just not even. Love triangle, not I'm assuming. The, yeah. Oh, uh, due to his love to a Cree medic, ends up leaving Marvell and Earth so that Una can be his. Blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. blah. So he wasn't a good dude in the comics, no. even. Okay. No. I think that's why, if I remember correctly, they wouldn't release his character's name for a long no, time. No, because there was there, there was, was a rumor that he was Marvel. That he was Marvel, and Marvel was just like, okay. But there was also speculation. Cool well, there was speculation that he was either Marvel or he was Jean Rog. Yeah, but um, I don't. I don't know that they even confirmed it until the movie came out. I can't no, they remember. Did. I don't think they did. Well, was, once it the premiere happens, yeah, it's, you're done. But he was uncredited on IMDb for a yes. really long time. Yes, he was. He was I, just listed as himself. He played a really good bad guy. But Jude he, Law can though. Jude Law can play just about Jude anything. Law is. I love him. Uh, it can be in every movie ever. Yeah, and it makes me happy. Yeah. Um, gotta love the double his, booty. His character as Verz is uh, as Verz, yeah, uh, as she is known originally, as her mentor, as her trainer, as yeah. her her superior officer. Yeah, um, I I hated him from the second he was trying to get change her, her. Keep controlling control control. Yeah, all about control. Yeah. control yourself. You know, if you if you could beat me it's and it's that ongoing narrative yeah uh of manipulation yeah it was very manipulative uh, and uh, and mental abuse yeah um so that you're you're not good enough well and, and you have to do things my way there you're was not that good point enough. at the end where he was like you are what you are because my blood runs through your veins and it's like bitch please bitch please yes yeah. yeah. who next uh, okay, so, um, apparently there's something called the Psych Magnetron. Okay. Which is how the, it's, it's, apparently it's a, some kind of procedure thing that Cree go through to activate their... Creeness? Their Creeness. That sounds terrible. Their, um, specialty powers or whatever. Don't mind me. I'm just looking what you, through. What are, you, what are you taking? I'm taking a peach... Uh, dum dum. Okay. Am I allowed to take that peach mango? I think I have two of those. Okay. Okay, you can have one. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, Boo. You're welcome. I got candy that you wouldn't eat on purpose. Listen, but there's no other candy, so that's and I'm out of my, wine. It's not my fault. I have more wine if you want more wine. I always want more wine. Okay. Well, maybe after the next break. Okay. Okay. Uh, da da da. So yeah. So yeah, Yon Rog. Was, kind of always a dick bag. Was always a dick bag. Okay, so to talk about the Kree, we talked about this in Guardians of the Galaxy with Con 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 Korath Con Korath. Who? Yeah, cra- shit. I always Who? have to look his name up too. Who? Here, he's it's right here. Oh, he's on that list. Korath. Who? Mm. Because he's yeah, Korath. Jamin Hunsu. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
so this I started talking about this with the scroll, but and we've talked about the Cree a lot with Agents we have of talked about the Cree a lot, but the Cree aren't always blue. It is correct canonical. Uh, the or- original Cree had blue colored skin, but a second racial group with pink skin resembling human uh, Caucasians. The blue skin purebreed Cree have become a small but powerful minority. Pink Cree are much more durable. And that tracks with the whole, like, they're trying to take over the universe. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they're assimilating all these other races into the Cree nation. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to skip Also, over. we've hit the point where Ronan is not a rogue. Because I made it, I, I made sure to verify from Guardians 1, if you remember, the Cree ambassador or whatever the fuck he is mm-hmm. was talking to nova prime and he was like we got no control over this guy he's not affiliated with us officially yeah so like at that point when ronan wears the blood on his face and becomes the you know mm-hmm. he was rogue he was a terrorist yeah, but- at that point but at one point he was an official Cree. yes because yon rog talks to him as mm-hmm. though he's a, a superior of some point and i thought kind. it was interesting that um the accuser the accusers were the bombing group that was going to come in and distract the forces while they snuck in and got the uh, the guy that was their spy. So, like, I think the accusers was like a what I got from it was that they were a like a subset. Yes, like a like a facet of the military. Yeah, like like uh, saying the, the air force. Ca- yeah, or the air force came in. Yeah. Or- uh, the Navy SEALs or the Green Berets. So that'd be or... like Ronan defecting and being like, but still calling himself the accuser, reminding people that exactly, he was yeah. affiliated so this, with. But this is pre rogue Yeah, that's pre-Guardians, yeah. Okay. So we're going to talk about uh, Ron Char. You remember him? No. No? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did have a him? beard. Yes, yes. Okay. I'm having to show. Yeah, Blue I'm Thor. To, I'm having to show a picture. He reminded um, me of Blue Thor. Because I'm sitting here looking at the name going, who is this? Mm-hmm. So this is a member of the um, um, of, uh, Star Force. Versus team. The Star Force. Star Force team. The Krees. Uh, he's the one with the beard. Yep. Beardy. Uh, yeah. Kree Thor. Thor Kree. Uh, he does. He looks a lot like, you know. Uh, he is canon. Uh, so I was trying to. We I didn't get looking, much from him. No, we didn't. But I was looking through these very specific, these very specific characters because they're very specific Krees that they picked out to be on. Uh, Yon Rock's team. So I went looking to see what's the thread. Why were these very specific people yeah. um, chosen to be represented in this movie? So Bron Char uh, is from Avengers Volume 1, number 364, from July of 1993, who's okay. created by Mark Wade and Joe Kubert. Okay, relatively new compared to a compared lot of the Compared to, the, in the world of Marvel, he's relatively new. Um, he is known for smashing the triangular shield of Captain America. It was actually a replica. Jesus. But that's his that's claim his to deal. fame. I'd brag about that shit too, though. It's his claim to fame. He has considerable, con- considerable strength for a Kree. Uh, Minerva. Mm. Other than being just a hot chick. Uh, uh, she was like... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, what's his name? Bronchar was played by Rune Tempe. Tempe? Okay. T-E-M-P-E. Cool. He looks familiar, but I don't really know him from anything. Uh, Doc, uh, Minerva. Gemma Chan. Isn't AKA, it? AKA, uh, Gemma Chan, yeah. Yeah. AKA Dr. Minerva. She's originally from Captain Marvel number 50, May 1977. She's created by Scott Edelman and Al Milgram. 
she is pretty significant. She is a geneticist. If any of you are Overwatch fans out there, she's basically the Space Black Widow. Yeah. She's their sniper. Um, okay, but in the MCU, she's yeah. a geneticist. No, in the comics. In the MCU, they didn't make that clear. Okay. But she's a geneticist. Yeah, in the, in the comics. Mm-hmm. But that's I'm going over facts. Okay. No, yeah, but you said MCU. Sorry. Oh, I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, I thought you were talking about your game. No, baby. That I don't play. Uh, over back. Over she back. orbited in the Earth and Starship observing Marvell. Mm. Then abducted somebody and lured Marvell to the craft. Revealed to Marvell her theory that two of them could produce superior, superior offspring capable of advancing the 11, 11, 11 evolutionary there you go. potential of the Kree species. Blah, blah, blah. So, Well, that's creepy. Yeah. And she was in on the whole thing the whole time. Like, she was there. She from was. The she was there from the beginning. And I loved it because, and I got this the second time around when she's like, when they were like, oh, have you ever been to, what was it, C6, C-73 or something like that? And she's, fifth, yeah, and she's it's like, called. once, it's a shithole. It's a shithole. Well, it's like, you know, oh, it, we know why you were there that one time, though. But also, she ain't wrong. Um, she later became partner to Cree Captain Atlas, a.k.a. Atlas, who is also another member of our little team here. Oh. Uh, he was the... The other Cree dude? He was the African-American in, bl- in blue makeup. Okay. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Okay. The guy that uh, the scroll, Yes. Impersonated. Yes. Um, so the two of them did team up at one point, so that explains why he's on. So Minerva's actually a pretty central character. I wish she had played a bigger part, honestly, because it was kind of a big deal that we got uh, at least one Asian-American um represented mm-hmm. although you can make the argument that they finally got got somebody and then they're like promptly cover her up with blue paint but you know uh, still but they didn't cover up all of the, because Karnoth is, Karnoth is not blue skinned so they gave he's not covered up with blue paint which they could have oh that's true that's true so uh so atlas is first appearance is Quasar number nine, April nineteen ninety, created by Mark Gruenwald and Mike Manley. Oh my God, change your name. <laughs> um, but he's so manly. Uh, but he often he's uh, his claim to fame is he accompanies Doctor Minerva, uh, Doctor Minerva to an AIM weapons exposition. Oh Jesus, bringing it back to the AIM. Yeah. Damn. So that's. Uh, his current an alias is Titanium Man. Mm, you could have picked a better name, buddy. Yeah, I know. These days, we don't just stick man at the end of it. <laughs> uh, so then there's uh, Korath the Pursuer, who is our, our... Who? Who? As soon as he was on screen, I'm turning to you going, Who? I love him so much. I do too. And I'm so glad. that We know why he's here. Yeah. Be- who? And we can see he defected with uh, when Ronan left. So he's, he stayed uh, to work with him. Yeah. So his first appearance is Quasar number 32, March 1992, created by Mark Gruenwald and Greg Kaplu. Oh, these people. Okay. I don't know their names. Uh, he's a cyber geneticist. Jesus. And, yeah. Okay. Um, 
and founder and head of the Pursuer Project to develop cybernetic warriors for the Cree militia. So correct me if I'm wrong. Doesn't he have like some metal stuff on his head? So he's so they're they're giving that cyborg yeah. genetic engineering background yes. a nod. Yes, with that. Okay, I wanted to. I was like, yeah, I, he's got. I didn't just stuff make that up. On. Uh, he also has. Okay, so he was looking for uh, the purple one. The stone. Yeah. Uh, he also has the ability to psionically locate individuals by tracing their brain patterns. Jesus. That's cool. So, I did pull up Ronan the Accuser just for grins. Uh, Who we extensively covered in the Guardians cast. Yes, but Ronan is, but this is in, in reference to Marvel. Correct. Ronan is subsequently mentally dominated by supreme intelligence and battles Marvel on multiple occasions. Mm. Later regains his sanity and returns to his former position as supreme accuser during the second Scree War. <laughs> uh, Ronan executes a scroll duplicate of the Silver Surfer. Um, so, yeah, him and Marvel have gone head to head several times in the Infinity storyline. Ronan the Accuser and Supreme Intelligence appears members of the Galactic Council. Ronan later fights Thanos, Minion, Black Dwarf, and Black Order and kills him. Damn. So that's any reference to Infinity. That's about the only reference to Infinity Wars I could find in anything. Okay. Um, Then there is Solar, who rounds out our group. Oh, which one was he? I don't know. I'm looking. He was super so memorable, know, clearly, I because know, we're both right? like, which one was that? I know the second we see him, we're going to go like, oh, yeah, that's him. No, I have no idea. I'm not pulling it. It's not pulling up. Okay. It's played that by guy. Chukumodu. K. Casey's. So let me see if I can pull him up on IMDb. I don't want, I want to give him his due. Mm-hmm. Oh, he a pretty boy. <laughs> he a pretty boy. Hold on. Um, just images. Him. Oh, he is pretty. I told you, pretty how boy. How you doing? Hi, how you doing? Hey, boy. Hey. <laughs> uh, we are professionals. I know. Uh, created by Al Ewing, Ewing and Gerardo Sandoval. I am butchering every single one of these names. His first appearance was in New Avengers volume number four, number four, Jesus. in February 2016. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, cool, 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 cool. So, I, I don't I don't know what his point in the whole thing is. So, that's all of our Cree dudes and their their creeness the yeah so i, I kind of skipped over um some people to get to just to get through all the cree cool cool uh let's circle back i'm trying but fuck oh okay uh that's monica we can't talk about her yet what did i do with mom mom maria the list is right there boo no, I don't want my list. I want my papers. Okay. I can't help with any of that no. because you would bite me. All right. You're going to have to vamp for a second. Okay. Um. Well, the list says we're going to talk about um, uh, Wendy Lawson's Supreme Intelligence. That's who I'm Annette looking Benning. for. Oh, okay. Um, Annette Benning is the tits. 
and I was really she happy. Has tits. I know. I was really happy to see her in this. I, I've always enjoyed her. Um, and I, I liked that. I liked that they got, they let Annette Benning flex her, flex her muscles because they let her be the supreme intelligence, which at one point was this, and... this very guiding, like benevolent force. And then you realize how benevolent it really is. And mm-hmm. you see her teasing Carol. And then you also get her as Marvell and Wendy Lawson. Yes. So I really like that. Like they utilize the shit out of Annette Abs- Benning. Yes, they really did. And they, they got her. And they mm-hmm. used her, and yep. I, I love her. I, I love too. her hair. I do too. Oh, I just, God. I really like Annette Benning. I My always hair have. was that gray. Man, I do that shit. Yeah, it's cool. So, um, thank you for <clears throat> pulling that time for me. No problem. Um, so, I'm always here to talk shit. <laughs> Supreme Intelligence, uh, first appearance in Fantastic Four number sixty-five in August of nineteen sixty-seven. Okay, Stanley and Jack Kirby. Cree artificial intelligence. I don't think I realized until this movie that they they were presided over by a AI. Yeah, that's that's the thing, and it's not like a recent development. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's been it's just a while. we haven't seen it. Uh, created more than a million years ago. God damn. Yeah, that's some longevity right yeah. there. Uh, let's see, the planet Kreelar by the extraterrestrial race known as the Kree to help them create a cosmic cube like their enemies, the Skrulls, had once created. How manipulative to be like, oh, I appear as, uh, you know, the person you most admire, but like, you can't tell anybody who else, who you see. Bullshit. So the supreme intelligence is composed of brains of the greatest Kree minds. Namely, the thinkers, generals, philosophers, and scientists removed upon their deaths and assimilated by the computer, adding their knowledge and experience to its own. Cool, cool. That sounds but, terrifying. I mean, it's, you know, but it... It sounds a, like a good a idea. There's a certain logic there. It sounds like a good idea. It's, it's like communism, good on paper, but... Bad in execution. Yeah, yeah. Bad in execution. So, uh, hmm... Because, God, that would literally kill me if I knew that everybody had a secret like that and I couldn't know what it was. I'd be like, Janya, just, who do you see when you... I would tell you who I saw. I would tell you who I saw. It'd probably be you anyway. Oh, yay. I mean, let's be real here. Yay. During the Infinity storyline, the Supreme Intelligence and Ronan the Accuser appeared as members of the Galactic Council. We talked about this already. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I'm wondering if the Supreme Intelligence is going to make any kind of appearance in the... Um, I think at the very least, in it's going to be in the next Captain Marvel movie because okay. Okay. Captain Marvel sent him back with a message <clears throat> coming for you. Yeah, yeah. Coming for you and so, coming for the Supreme Intelligence. Have fun. <laughs> right. So, Marvell, mm-hmm. um, who she also played. Yeah. Uh, so not only did they gender bend Marvell himself, her themselves, mm-hmm. the alter ego, which in the movie is Doctor Wendy Larson. Lawson, I said Lawson. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Is Walter Lawson? Oh, okay. From Earth Six One Six, created by Roy Thomas and Gene Colan. First appearance: Marvel Superheroes Number Thirteen, March nineteen sixty eight. Appearance of death. Appearance. Appearance of death. Of death. Love it. Marvel Super, same comic. Same issue. Okay. No, but that's Walter Lawson. 
Okay. So they, they're actually two different people. But once Walter Lawson was presumably killed, Marvell took on the identity of. Oh, okay. Okay. So there was a real kind person. Of, kind of like Thor takes the identity of, of Donald Blake. Donald Blake. Okay. Even though Donald Blake wasn't dead, right? I you see Thor podcast back years in the ago. day because I don't remember those okay. details. I remember details long enough to do a podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> and then I have so, no memory of this place. Uh, but Dr. Lawson was a scientist who was hired by General Bridges to work on the missile base Cape. On his way to the base, he was killed when his plane was shot down by a laser beam fired from the Kree starship. Colonel Jan Rog had actually aimed at Captain Marvell. Oh. So, and it was, that's when Marvell took on the identity thereof. Okay. Okay. So, I just thought it was excellent that they used, that they, that they used the, the, the alias, um, in both feminine forms. And it, and it makes fucking sense that, like, these two female pilots who, at that point, uh, like they said, were not allowed to fly combat. No. So there was did, only so they far they, they could, could. There was only so far they could get in so, the yeah. Air Force at that point. And of course, yeah, they would identify with this female scientist. They're going to get on this special mission. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, they were. Um, so, <clears throat> so then uh, we can talk about Maria Rambo. Oh, I love her so much. With Rambo. I know the first time they said it, because this is why I like subtitles, mm-hmm. I was like, I really hope that's not spelled how I think it's spelled. So it is um, French. It's yes. R-A-M-B-A-U. Hence why they went to Louisiana. And she is actually born and raised in New Orleans, Louisiana. Cool, cool. There's cool, not cool, much cool. about her, though. This is mom. Um, right. Her claim to fame is as, Monica, as, as Mer- Monica's mother. Okay. Uh, she was first, first appeared Avengers number 246 in August of 1984. She, um, it's played by Lashana Lynch, by the way. Oh yeah. I don't think we said that. No, we didn't. She's great. She's wonderful. And I, I love her. Um, yeah, she's just, her claim to fame is as the mother of, uh, Maria of, uh, Monica. Uh, the couple were shocked when Monica revealed she was the current Captain Marvel, something which nonetheless both Maria made both of them proud after catching oh. up with each other. Um, Maria owns a dress shop, which Monica would use whenever she needed to switch her alter egos. So she wasn't even a pilot or, I mean, nothing. Okay. They made her badass. Um, they did, but I think they brought her in to bring in Monica. I think so, too. Um, She's just at too perfect of an age right now in the modern MCU. Yeah, because for in, her not to be used. Yeah, for they'll they'll they've got to bring her forward. Yeah, they've got to bring her forward. If only in, I'd post credit. Give me post credits. Something show her working at Shield or, well, Shield's no more. But yeah, what uh, show her working with the event? Some because she said, well, maybe I'll build training an with the new Avengers. Yeah, or um, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So Monica Rambo. <laughs> I love her. Uh, what a great little actress, too. Uh, she was. Her first appearance was in... Oh, hmm. As which character? She's been Captain Marvel, Photon, Pulsar, Spectrum, Jesus. Monica, Photon, Pulsar, and Spectrum. Holy crap. But she's been around since 1982, which was the Amazing, Captor, uh, Amazing 
Captain America? No. Uh -huh, Captain Amazing America. Amazing Spider-Man annual number 16. I can't even talk anymore. So she originally was uh, 1982. Um, she's played by, okay, she's listed a couple times. Uh, Akira Akbar is 11-year-old Monica. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, she was a little gunshot, wasn't she? God, I loved her. Oh, she I love that great. they let her have natural hair. Yes. Um, she was just great. Like, it's <sighs> child actors can be can be a double edged sword because they're they're cute. They're fucking kids. Um, but a lot of times their cuteness overshadows the fact that they're not very good. Mm -hmm. Um, but she was really good. I really just genuinely think, liked her. I think they let her be her, almost like, I didn't feel like she was acting. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, she was just like, no, mom, why would you not do this? You need yeah. to do this. She was what so great. What kind of a role model are you? <laughs> I know. God, I loved, I, I just, I really enjoyed her. And, uh, I did the math, which is dangerous. Oh my God. Um, she is... So, she was 11 in 1995. She's a year younger than me. Okay. So, this year she will be uh, 35. Ripe age to be part of... Yeah. New Avenger yeah. shenanigans. They need to pull her out of the back pocket. Mm-hmm. So, um, somehow, some point, some way, they've got to launch new characters. Mm -hmm. She was so featured... Yeah, that and um, and they made a point of she's saying that like I want to be just like Aunt Carol, and Fury's like, well, you got to learn how to glow first. Well, okay, okay, challenge so, like, accepted. Yeah, they just made it too prominent for me to not think that that. Oh, absolutely, that was on purpose. It had to be absolutely. And um, Maria's call sign on her plane photon. is photon. Yeah, it is. Hello. So I think they're, I would be highly disappointed. Yeah. If we never see if her they, again. If they don't bring her back around. Yeah. So. I, I am hoping, and I'm probably going to be wrong, but I'm hoping she pops up somewhere in Endgame. Again, in credit scene. Something. Give me them building a new team. Yeah. After the old one Because if you don't think Carol comes back out. down to Earth, finds out. You think what she's has not happened, gonna go and she's not going to go look for oh fuck that shit her her if people she, if they and if she hasn't been coming back to Earth to check on them on a regular but because yeah. she can't lose Maria again no no they just reconnected and they you know yeah so anyway so yeah that's the that's the character list Can, no, we haven't talked about Phil we talked about Phil and we talked about Fury not a lot. Well, what more do you want to say about I'm him? I'm just really excited he's back on screen. Okay. Uh, Cl for Clark Gregg to be back on the big screen MCU is a big deal. You're right. He's been... Right. I know, and I know it was... It's a flashback, whatever. But this is a big deal. Or It's a big flashback. The whole movie's a yeah. flashback. But, like, oh, it's a big deal that he's that he's made it back to the big screen. Because there was this huge thing that, like, it was supposed to all be connected. And then he went to television and we never saw him again on screen no on the big screen well but the thing is the the marvel television studios were separate mm -hmm. so and there was kind of a schism and it yeah, was not there great was a, there was a falling apart yeah so like i was just super happy to see clark Gregg again 
because um, he's great, and I I love Phil I love, so well, much. Well, I love the Phil Coulson character in the too. MCU. I do too. I mean, because that was his origin, and I love that he's like, uh, uh, Agent Agent Fury. I, I finished collecting evidence, <laughs> and nobody's here. Nobody's here. <laughs> I was just like, my boy. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked Fury's. Um, his boss, him and his boss. Yeah, Keller. Him and Keller interacted with each other, even though it was, even though it wasn't him. Yeah, I thought those. I thought those were some good scenes. Yeah, I thought yeah. they were well written. I thought they they felt good. Mm-hmm. Um, because there were a few few scenes like I liked Maria and Carol. Yeah, I liked the idea of their relationship. Yes. I don't think all of the scenes were executed as well as they could have been. I don't think the chemistry between the two actresses was as strong as I wanted it to be. Yeah, in my second in my second watch, we didn't see a lot of them in the past, though. I I agree, and I could I could understand felt- them them being not. As close as they could have been in the present because of Carol's but memory that also loss. Has, yeah, it also has to do with plot. But I still didn't feel like, in my second watch, when we went back and saw it again, I didn't feel like the chemistry between the two characters was as strong as I would have wanted. Mm, I didn't feel that, but... Well, you don't have to feel no, what I No, no, you, you have your opinion and that is just fine. But I felt it more... But I guess we've... I mean, we know... Uh, Phil and Fury have such a history. We know yeah. all of that. And yeah. It was, and it was, you know, it was a new relationship to us. And again, it's hard to have that kind of a connection what with something you, so new. What do you think about Fury and uh, Carol? I liked it. I did too. Um, I felt like it was, we were seeing the beginnings yeah. of a relationship. It felt... It felt like what it was. It he almost wanted to, like he does with everybody, take her under his wing. Yeah, but she met him toe to toe. Yeah, every single time. At no point did he become the mentor. No, and no, it was like they were e- <laughs> they were equals, and to be equal with Fury. Yeah, even even at his at that age before he was director and everything, Fury was a force to be reckoned with. What does your mom call you, Fury? Yeah. What do you call your mom? Fury wasn't that didn't she ask him I what think so him? yeah oh my god what do your kids call you if I had me they'd call me they'd Fury call me Fury Love it. it's like no I already have one and his name's Phil I know right he's over there and then I'm gonna have a lot of superhero children later in life and I would mm-hmm. thank you not to judge me yes <laughs> oh my god that's god weird. seeing him write the beginnings of the Avengers initiative well yeah was really cool the protect and, you mean the protector initiative the protector and god they played a little bit of the avengers theme at that point mm-hmm. and i was just like i'm gonna cry <laughs> i'm so proud backspace 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 you have an important decision to make it took him a life. very long time to get that together yeah it took it him did. almost 20 years yeah so, yeah. You have to start looking for, you know, so you want to find more people? Look, she landed in our lap. How yeah. hard is this going to be? Yeah. Yeah. Turned out to be a lot harder than he thought. <laughs> Especially when the first one you find is Tony fucking Stark. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Where it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but we don't know who he found in the interim. That's true. That is of true. Of those 
what, 10 years? But yeah. They, no like, wonder they were looking for 087s. I mean, yeah. It was like, you know. Yeah. So, the Pegasus Project. The Pegasus Project, which was actually featured in the Avengers. What? Uh, yeah, because that was that what was the Captain facility. Yeah, that's what Fury was working on. The facility at the very beginning mm-hmm. that where was the Pegasus Loki Project. comes through. That was yes. that was the Pegasus facility. And that was the Tesseract. Yep. So that tracked. Yep. Uh, because we were all because we were sitting there, we left the theater. We were trying to do the math we like, were sitting on our there fingers. All doing the we're pulling out all of us are pulling out our phones. The time, like, wait the, a minute. How, where how does the Tesseract It's been a minute? No, yeah, it it all tracks. Because the only it's th- the same project that Marvell was working right. on is still Furies on that same project. Project later on the only thing we don't see is explicitly shield going where the fuck's the tesseract mm-hmm. when marvell took it that's the only thing we really don't see but marvell didn't take it i think marvell was working no marvell took it to, with, up to the base oh though. up to the yeah but she had it in she had it she right. was working on right. it so for it to be missing it was missing for like six years though it was up in that base mm, up in the that was well, orbiting i mean i don't know i don't know i don't know how she got it because i feel like away if, from at least fury didn't know what the fuck Cree was mm-hmm. and all that other so, stuff so, so i'm assuming shield didn't so tony had it tony had it no Howard, had Howard, it. yeah, Howard so, had it. Howard had it. Uh huh. And somehow, so chain. We're talking about um, chain of, of of custody. Custody. Yeah. So Tony got it. Okay, so it came from Red Skull. Red Skull had it. Yes. Originally, who recovered it from the Norse Church? Who recovered and it from the, after the, Odin had stowed it there like a bajillion years ago? Yeah. Um. So then Howard had it. And right. Somehow it got from Howard to Marvell. Yes. So we don't know how it got from Howard. I'm to assuming Marvel. because Shield had it, or what became Shield, the SSR, because Howard was an SSR founder. That's true. So somehow we got from the SSR hands mm-hmm. to Marvel, which I'm assuming that when we had Pegasus mm-hmm. and it said a joint a joint operation between NASA and the United States Air Force, I'm assuming that the third partner in that unnamed was Shield. Or SSR. Yeah. Before, yeah, because we're still not real sure when SSR became S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. But they're pretty, they're, so I'm assuming S.H.I.E.L.D. So, had their hand in that. Yeah, so. They still had custody of it, technically, even though Marvell was experimenting with it. So I'm still wondering, so, but, okay, but Marvell, Wendy Lawson, Dr. Wendy right. Lawson, was very much an, an engineer. Yeah. So she was building this engine. This engine, Yeah. So sh- I think she came upon it legitimately. Yeah, I think she did too. And then, okay. but she just took it. She just took it. Yeah, I guess they all thought it was in the plane. Yeah, but that th- that the, could very the, well be. Um, they thought it was destroyed the, um, along with it. The um, what you call it? Lightspeed engine. Quinjet. The yeah, the precursor to the, to the Quinjet. The what? Do you, no, what? There's a word for that. The there's a word for something. Predecessor. That's, prototype oh prototype there you go yeah that was very much that was pretty cool that was very much an old school beginning you know shield took whatever modifications of course they did that um the science guy i do i feel a little (laughs) bad because in agents of shield i think it was last season they were like oh this is the first time a quinjet's been modified to fly uh you know in space and it's like is it though is it though Because Maria did a damn good job. Thank you yeah. very much. Flying back. Yeah. So. She, she was a pilot in her own right. She's so, a damn good pilot. So do you 
and I, this is kind of a, I know the answer to this question. Okay. Do you think that Carol was the one to fly for Dr. Lawson because Maria had a little girl? No, I think Carol was just like, I'll fly it. But do you think Carol wasn't going to let Maria do it? I don't. Because she was a mother. I don't. You don't think she was trying to protect Mm-mm. them? No. I do. I think she was trying to protect her best friend and her little girl. I think there was a lot of it She's that was family. like, I want to do the thing. Well, yeah, there's a lot of that, too. But I think a lot of it had to do with protecting her wife and child. Yeah. For, <laughs> I mean, for, let's be, they were co-parenting that they child. They were co-parenting the child. Yeah. Yeah. And or not. She was, they yeah. were co-parenting this child. Uh, one of the things I also really liked about the story is Maria was never um, looked down upon. Downtrodden because she was a single parent. She was a single parent. Yeah. The husband was never mentioned. Yeah. It was never a hardship. It was never, well, if he were here, then yeah. da da da, or da, I'm, da. You know, and, and that's not to say that single parents don't struggle, but we've seen a lot of that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of narratives about mm-hmm. that. So it was kind of nice to just, she's not, you know, oh, if only she had a man yeah. um, to help take care of them. There but, was none of that. But also... As we have learned the hard way about women of color. Yes. They do, are often portrayed as. Single parents. Single parents. Yes. And they're not able to get a man. But also. That, I would. That kind of sucks. But also like, I was just glad there was no man to kind of muddle this up. We had enough people involved. Yeah, because it's, We had Fury it's, involved. We had Talos. Right. We had, but their friendship was very central. Yes. To Carol's yes. Um, development as a person. And, and remembering who she and was. And remembering who she was. So I think having a man or a husband or to have that in the story would muddy the waters. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, but, again, there was no romantic subtext because, again, like you, I was concerned that there would be one between her and yeah. Yonrog, and there never was. And I was like, yeah, there wasn't one with her and Fury. There wasn't no one. Flirting, I mean, nothing. No flirting. No offhanded comments. Yeah. No nothing. Yeah. Um, which was The only romance we got was enjoyable. between Talos and his wife, honestly. Yeah. That was the closest we came to it, there being yeah. a romance. Yeah. It was great. And as someone who pukes at the idea of romance. Yes, you do. Um, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed not having it shoved in my face. Yeah. For once. For once. Yeah. So this is a very enjoyable movie and I'm once, when it comes out digitally, I'm going to buy it and I will watch it over and over and over and over again. Absolutely. It deserves nothing less. I mean, right now it's Thor Ragnarok. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. It's light. It's funny. It is. It is. It's got good soundtrack. Much like Captain Marvel. God. Oh. For anybody who didn't like, God, we really potentially do have some some youngins listening that really were don't understand or experience the nineties. But seeing a blockbuster, seeing the oh way the way the shelves were arranged, oh yeah, oh yeah. seeing um, what was a what Radio was the, Shack. What, what was the movie she picked up? Right stuff. The right stuff. Yeah. Um, it was just. It was that visceral, oh my god, yeah. Nostalgia. It was great. It uh-huh. was great. Uh-huh. Oh god, in the internet cafe where you had the weird yes. the weird modem oh my noises. God. Internet and, then, cafes. and then that it would cut off because her time had Jeez. run out. 
because like my god the internet was a big deal and like that was a business model those were very popular for a while yeah, because not were. everybody had it it was very expensive um and my god i and yeah i remember the that reminded me of the whole like mom can you get off the phone i want to get on the internet oh god <laughs> i'm on the phone I'm on the phone so yeah yeah um it <laughs> I loved I loved the 90s parts of it because I'm far enough removed from the 90s now that I can look look upon it with nostalgia. Can you though? Yeah, I can. I I wasn't a teenager through most of that early stuff, so it was okay for me. I liked the 90s. I liked it better than the 80s. The 90s, I think, was better than the 80s. I mean, the 80s had some damn good music though. Yeah, but some bad hair. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, chameleon. Hey, hey, I rocked that hair. I, I know you rocked did, it. but also you shouldn't You've have. You've seen the pictures. You knew no better, but just also, the one. yeah. Just the one. I've seen the picture. The picture, singular. Oh my God, I have, I have seen hair. that. I have so much hair. You do. Oh, my God. Your hair was made for 80s hair. It, my hair is, in fact, made for 80s hair. Just it a really lot of Aquanet and the the, whole those can. bangs. The whole can. Yeah. The whole can, the hair rollers, the whole yep. nine. God. The higher, the better. Higher, fi- <laughs> higher. Was it higher, further, faster? faster. (laughs) Oh God! But yeah. Okay, so are we are we in feedback territory? I think we might be. Okay. Okay. So before we get to feedback, we wanted to tell you how you can feedback us. Uh huh. That was terrible. Don't look at me that way. I'm I'm judging you. I know you are. Uh, What are you not? Um, <laughs> that's what friends are for. That's what friends are for. Uh, you can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at randomtcasts. Or on Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. But don't use Tumblr. But don't use Tumblr for messages. But on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomtpodcasts. Yay! Yay! So that's how you can yell at us about things. Yes, you can yell at us. And, you know, I know we, we, we took a, a, a lengthy hiatus... Oh, did we need it, though? Um, Yes, that was some good mental health time and, you know, working on other stuff. But we were always going to come back to the MCU. I don't want any of you to doubt that. Yeah. Because we we were going (laughs) to shout about this no matter whether we were recording it or not. We we did not start out our lives as a Marvel podcast to be known. The Marvel life found us. For Marvel. We didn't choose the Marvel life. (laughs) The Marvel life chose us. So I love that we drew the line at Inhumans. <laughs> we were like, no. I am planning on finally watching the Netflix Marvel shows because now that they've I, been canceled. Well, no, it's it's not that. It's I have turned my back on these multi-season shows. Yeah, I just mainlined eight seasons of Psych. Yeah. Well, actually, my life will never. Uh, my God, that was a commitment. That is the nice thing about the MCU shows is that they have been canceled is because now they're finite. Yes. And I know what kind of a commitment it'll so, take. So we do plan on at some point eventually at some point finishing the one cast per season of those. Yes. And we do have sharp objects in the wings. Yes, we, we really do. Not forgotten sharp objects. Yeah. We're at a really busy time in our life. We've got uh, con coming up. one B con coming up next weekend that we've been planning for all Once year. Once again, Michael, you can totally come to that next year. Just saying. Oh, which I'm expecting some mail from him soon. Um, oh, yeah. He sent con. us nice things. Actually, there's also some supposed to be coming from Germany, too. Anyway, um, so there's 
Oh, Caitlin and Claire say hi. Yeah. Because they are texting us in the middle of recording because they know it. Because that's how it works. Because that's how this rolls. Um, so they say hi. Um, you should know them from the, the Bucky and Captain America yeah, character studies. That's them. Several other our guests. They finally did decide that we're going to do the, uh, as one podcast, we're going to do the Star Trek, the new Star Treks. Because okay. they, they're the ones that All bought right. that last year. I've got to find the spoons for that. I know. I know. Get their sharp objects. Plus, it's them, so they'll get it when they. Fucking I mean, it's get been it. a year. Yeah, they finally. It took them like a year to decide. So that's fine. We're cool. Um, okay, so we are working on sharp objects. Is coming up. Yeah, American Gods is going right now. Yeah, Shields can be back that's soon. Too. Actually, coming on in about half an hour. Yeah. Um, and Agents of Shield comes back May tenth. Okay. May 10th. So after we get back from our trip, that our other trip. Yeah. We is are, that after American Gods is done? Because I really was not looking forward to doing two again at a time. Mm, because are you looking? You're looking. Yeah. Okay, I'm a little bitch now. So um, we used to do three a week, which is. I also work two jobs now. Yeah, that's true. Because so, three a week is just makes me sad in my in my inside place. <laughs> um, yes, that will be. After? Yes. Oh, thank God. All the American gods. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Nancy. Thank you, Wednesday. Thank you, Wednesday. Thank you, Most Bill especially Chris. Most Mad especially Sweeney. Mad Sweeney. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we, we're, we're doing stuff. <laughs> Easter. Yeah. East, even Easter. Um, so, yeah. Check out the American bot, American Gods podcast. It's it's actually a decent season. Yeah. Surprisingly Surprisingly. So. Yeah. Um, so, American, go- uh, American Gods, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, Gotham hasn't quite wrapped up yet. I still haven't gone beyond that. First I know episode. you haven't. I'm going to binge it before we, cause we are going to do, if, if you're a wondering, one. we're going to do one podcast just to wrap up the, the whole thing, thing because we're it's, completionist assholes. It is so ridiculous. Oh, of course it's it is. So ridiculous. Oh, of course it is. You're going to hate it, but I need to hear every word of you hating it when you watch it. Okay? I've read, I've read that the final, the final episode we've got, I think there's two left. Um, is a flash forward again. Oh, yeah. No, there's a time jump. And it's like... There's a time jump. I just... I can't even. So, yeah. En- oh, enjoy no. my misery. You're, at this point, you would already be... Yeah. What the fuck? On tape. Enjoy our misery. So, okay. there will be a final Gotham podcast. So, that's upcoming podcast. Yes. That's how you can get a hold of us. Yes. Are we ready for feedback? I am fucking... This is my favorite part of our MCU cast because we always get, like a lot of feedback and it's usually good shit that I forgot to talk about because I'm so amped I know, about right? MCU. And we will probably have dry pied a bunch of people, but sorry. sorry. Sorry guys. So I'm going to go in order of the emails we received in the order right, that right. we received them. So we're going to start with Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy got, Jimmy got to us first. Jimmy got to us first right on May 9th. I mean, he was Super in there. Excited. Same Jimmy new email. March, not May. Oh, I said May's in the say future. May? Yeah. Damn. You know where we will be May 9th? Not in not in Disney World because we're coming back on the 7th. You're right. I don't know what dates <laughs> we're going. I clearly don't know what dates we're going. We're leaving on the 6th and we're coming back on the 8th. <laughs> All right. I know our 2020 dates, though, like real good. <laughs> because you're planning those. I planned May. That's true. That's true. God help us. Because I tapped the inside of my elbow and went, we're going. And I was like, you right. Okay. <laughs> I'll anyway. Go too. Sorry, Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, new, new, new email. Who dis? <laughs> uh, yes, we got it. Here's and the bullets. We the got bullets. bullets. The bullets. Yay. First of all, Carol was really good. 
I think Brie did a really good job. I don't have a lot to say about her, but I really enjoyed her and Fury's chemistry. Oh, yeah. They were super fun together. We find out that Captain Marvel gets her powers from the light speed engine, which is powered by the Tesseract. So I, so this means she is the fourth, I think, introduced character powered by an Infinity Stone. <sighs> Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, Vision. Oh, I yeah, I didn't even think about those two. They they were Tesseract uh-huh. driven, mm-hmm. but the Vision was Vision was not the Tesseract. Vision it was, was another Infi- stone. Yeah, he says Infinity Stones. So. Yeah. Says, I wonder if that means any of those characters have potential to be as powerful as Captain Marvel. Well, we know Scarlet Witch. What? Looking at Scarlet Witch here. Canonically, even though she was a mutant in canon. Uh, uh, uh. Can we, can we say the M word? We we can. Okay. They can't. Okay. Well, actually, hey, they can now. They bought Fox. Speaking of, that Fox deal is done. I just expect the next movie, like, the the next one that they actually, like, 100% make after the deal, because Endgame has been in the can for a while, Uh for them to just be like, the first 10 minutes Mm. is us saying mutant over and over again. I wonder if they filmed stuff in Endgame that they weren't able to use. Just in case. They might have. Just in cases. God. (laughs) God. So, yeah, like, canonically, um, Scarlet Witch is one of the most, if not the most powerful mutant. She is. So... Yeah, she could be a she could be a huge yeah, deal. You're right. Scarlet Witch is in fact very powerful. So. And Vision is dust I mean, right now. So the the M the uh, 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 M universe. Oh, the House of M. House of M. I was oh, going to say the story of M. AKA Scarlet Witch loses her shit and fucks everything up. So I kept wanting to say the story of M, which is actually the story of O, which is erotica. <laughs> You know, the, you know story of O. I do indeed. You I have never actually o. read it, but I know of it. You haven't? No, I haven't. Oh, God. I just go to AO3, man. It's terrible. You should Is it read bad? It. Is it's, it really bad? No, it's, it's, it's bad. Oh. It's bad. Okay, okay. On the scale of really good AO3 to Fifty Shades of Grey, where are we on the spectrum? Closer to AO3. Okay, okay. But very Fifty Shades of Grey. Because it was kind of a precursor. It's... It's very, it's Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay. But AO3. But like not terrible. But well written. But not abuse. But well written. Okay. 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 It's old though. I know it's, it's been out old. since like the 50s, right? Old. We need to educate our It's listeners. been around a while. Story of O-Man. Mm. Learn from your fandom great, great grandparents. Story of- And I say parents, let's be real. Grandmothers. Oh. 1954. Ha ha! I was right. Mm-hmm. I think because you corrected French. me it at one point because I thought it was from the 80s. It is, in fact, French. Oh, well, th- see, that that doesn't count, though. The French are always, like, I mean, light years ahead of sexuality I mean, shit. You're right. You're right. But it's, like, Fifty Shades of Grey, but good. Ha ha ha. Sex. So, uh, so it's the house of M, not the story of... No, that's oh. a different thing entirely. Sorry, Jimmy. We totally just hijacked. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Email. You should read it. All of you. <laughs> Unless you're underage, I can't promote. And then that. I, I don't. Then you're on your own. I don't know how the rules work for e- children. Let's just. I think we should just move. Yeah, on. Yeah, we should just probably so, skip that. Next bullet. He says, "I think the character who stole the stage in this movie was Goose." I mean, Goose has now a very, a very uh, extensive following Got a online fan following, because yeah. Goose is awesome. Definitely my favorite character in this movie. I wonder what ended up happening to him. <coughs> Goose is a her. her. After she 
barfed up the Tesseract. It I feel only like, makes sense that it's a female, though. I feel like in a perfect world, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. would have dealt with that. I think... Where, okay, so that's a good point. Where did Goose go? I like to think that Goose? we have not seen Fury's, Fury's office. Yeah, we did. No, in Winter Soldier, we saw him go up to no, we the saw, council chambers. We saw Captain America confront Fury in we his did. office. Shit, we did. That doesn't mean Goose. Was there. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Fury. It was um, Pierce. No, he saw Fury because that's no. It was it was Pierce after Fury, quote unquote, died. No, there's a scene. Oh, you're right. Fuck. There is a scene because they're both standing up, and that's where Fury says, "Last time I trusted somebody, I lost an eye." I'd like to think that at if his you, desk. If you pan down and to the right. There's a litter box. There's a litter box <laughs> and like a cat bed. Because we don't know the lifespan of Flurkins. Head cannon. Yeah. Yeah. I would. God, I kind of want to know. Yeah. I, I want like, I want like an episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. that deals with where Goose has been throughout all the other MCU or movies. Or just a random orange cat. Yeah, just like Phil ah. Coulson needs to pick up a photograph of an orange something. So, something where where somebody's like, why is there? I meant to ask, why is this cat here? Like Piper or somebody. And Coulson being like, oh, no, he has to stay here. She. She has to stay here. Mm-hmm. We take care of Goose. And it's like, why? And it's like, because we do. <laughs> uh, next bullet point. I was a little disappointed with the use of Coulson in the movie. I'm glad. I, I yeah. Let me, let me finish. Yeah. I'm glad he was there. I think he did a good job. He just wasn't in it enough. That was my problem as well. I do think I they, love him. I do think they missed a perfect opportunity to tie into Agents of Shield. See my thoughts below. See, that's the thing though. They had to like they made this was kind of a buddy cop movie in a way. Yeah. They had to make the Fury and Carol Roadshow. And so they had to separate Fury from Phil. Mm-hmm. But honestly, at this point, I was just happy he was in it at all. Um, but yeah, I would have loved to see more Phil. Yeah. Uh, he says, I'm also di- I was disappointed by the use of Ronan in the movie. I think it was a little more fan servicey than needed. He didn't do that much to further the story. That is absolutely true. Uh, I loved Monica. I loved Maria and Monica in the movie, and I really hope that in a future Captain Marvel movie, Carol tracks down her family, and we could maybe be introduced to Photon. Oh God, that'd be so much Monica fun! Monica Rambo, I really, really, really want this to happen. I want her an Endgame. Forget a future Captain Marvel movie. I want yeah. Endgame. I me too. That's what I'm shooting <clears throat> for. But but didn't we? We were talking to Caitlin, who has a huge boner for uh, Young Avengers. Mm-hmm. And there's something new Avengers, Mm -hmm. new young, whatever. There's a bunch of baby Avengers. Um, And give me OG. She Hulk. I think it was she Hulk or Hulkling. Hulkling lines up. Ish. She was talking about Hulkling. If you squint Mm -hmm. with um, Maria. Mm -hmm. So like I could I I don't care what they do. Honestly, I just want to see her. Uh, he says we found out we find out it is all connected and we get the totally necessary backstory to the Pegasus project from Avengers. I think it kind of shows hints of how Shield is doing some shady things similar to Ghost. I mean, yeah. The original Pegasus project was designed to end wars by saving refugees. However, Shield's Pegasus project was taking that idea and going in the complete opposite direction, weaponizing the same force Marvel was trying to use to protect. Because I think that was that was Marvel slash Lawson's personal goal to end wars. I don't think that that was but Shield. We don't know. We don't. That's we the don't thing. We know. don't know. 
Uh, he says this honestly might be why Fury didn't call back Carol in the Avengers. He was too scared of what she'd say or do if she discovered the Tesseract weapons. Oh, that's a good point. I never Very thought about that. Very good point. He um, was embarrassed a little bit. <laughs> the whole movie gave me Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season one vibes, and I really liked it. I miss, I miss when I liked Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I mean, same. Like, it was better last season. It was, but like it felt, I don't know, it felt different season one. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the next season. Because I am it's too. A short, because it's a short season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he says, the twist that the squirrels were the good guys caught me off guard, but I kind of liked it. I feel like it was a slight waste of the race. Yeah, I can see that. But it also, quote, probably, saved us from a secret invasion story, which is good. I wonder if there are other yeah. groups of squirrels out there who are less classy that the one Captain Marvel encountered and are still willing to attack. I mean, I think that's the case. That's the thing when you make generalizations about any race. Mm -hmm. Humans, Cree, Skrull. There's always going to be some assholes Mm -hmm. that are going to be outliers and should not be counted. But yeah, there's there's probably some hostile Skrull. Sure there are. Yeah. Sure. We'll go with that. I'll accept that headcanon. Yeah. Okay. Those are my general thoughts on the movie. I have some some ideas of stuff they missed out on and other stuff like that. I wonder if there's ever going to be a super scroll in the MCU. It means it seems that the scroll we encountered were pretty peaceful in the end, but I wonder if there are other more shady ones out there, which you and I just literally Obviously, discussed. Yes. yes. We can agree there's with that. There's shady everything out there. I wish there was a reference to the Shi'ar Empire, like them not being mentioned, didn't run anything for oh, you, would man. have been cool. Shi'ar, man, you're bringing it back. Would have hinted to a possible entrance of the X-Men slash mutants and the idea of the Phoenix Force. Oh, God, I'm worried about Dark Phoenix. Possible alternate end credit scenes in a perfect universe. Oh, okay, Jim, okay. Jimmy, Jimmy likes to dream. Jimmy does like, J- Jimmy dreams big. Jimmy dreams big. Yep. He's got big dreams. He de- got you big dreams. Dream them, dream them dreams. <laughs> dream them dreams. Go work for Marvel, baby. Do it. In the Infinity War comics, when half of the Korean scrolls disappeared, they blamed each other, which sparked another war. Oh, fucking course they did. So many wars. I think they could have done this in the movie and had someone on Hala be like, it was a trick. The skull scroll fled to build their perfect weapon, and they have struck, oh my god, sound the alarms, we're going to war. Whoa. Bitcha, bitcha hose? <laughs> He's making up words now. I like that. Um, that is our brand. My other idea for an end credit scene would have been Coulson and Fury a little in the future standing in front of a metal cylinder. Coulson would be like, where'd you find this? And Fury would be like, recovered it. And Coulson <laughs> would be like, that's all you're going to tell me? And Fury would go, for now. Classified. And hand him a file. Camera would pan to a file and it would be titled Tahiti. <gasps> and then it would keep panning to the metal cylinder where we would look through the glass on top and see a Cree body within. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, we haven't connected the dots. See, that's the thing. That's the only uh, thing I feel this movie didn't do, which it can't do everything, mm-hmm. is connect the dots from, okay, mm-hmm. this is where we are at the end of Captain Marvel, dot, dot, dot. How do we get mm-hmm. to where we are in the MCU? And that includes, like, how do we get the blood for Project Tahiti? Mm-hmm. How did we get the you know how do we deal with getting the tesseract back that kind of stuff um but i do like the idea of oh fuck have our population disappeared it's got to be our mortal enemies and it's like no well, it's yeah. thanos's ass but like they don't know that nobody knows that so that that is i mean like how does the entire universe cope with 
half their population just poofing out. I mean, I would not deal with it well. No, it's got to be ugly. No. Like, no, I need all you bitches. Hey. Hey. I made it. I took a quiz <clears throat> and I made it. I both made it and then didn't, depending on how many times you take the quiz. Jesus, woman. Of course. So, um, he says we don't have to say this on the air, but I'm Gunta. But you're Gunsta? He, okay. made it, he made it into college, and I'm proud of him for doing Oh, that's so. amazing. That's I the know. best news. That's awesome. Congratulations. Absolutely. Awesome. Um, so this is from Phronsie. <gasps> oh, we got Phronsie, Phronsie feedback? I didn't notice that. Phronsie. I thought I had seen them all, except for from your little one. Phronsie has been with this, been with us since. Since I think the beginning. Oh, God, way back in the day. Way back. I adore Phronsie, and we say her name wrong, and she knows we say it wrong, but yeah. it's okay. Yeah, she's okay with it, though. We like, missed you. We're only being a little bit of an asshole. She says, hi there. Uh-huh. Yes, I actually managed to watch Captain Marvel and write my feedback in time. I'm so proud. Before I'm going to talk about the characters in the film, let me say that the Marvel logo opening with Stanley instead of the uh, Avengers was perfect and made me emotional. It felt... Good and, and also right. ouchy at the same time. But so right. It was right. It was I very right. I want that opening forever. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I like that they did it up front. Yes. Yes. And said thank you, Stan Lee, as opposed to. It wasn't to in memoriam. In it was, memory of. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. It was different. Yeah. And it took a second to notice. But yeah. it was like, no. No we, wait. And we knew this was coming at some point. Like I he know. was. He was real old. 90 something. Yeah. But like. I'll protect Betty White. Oh God, I know. Protect Betty White. Whatever rich people thing they have that like you live longer, give it to Betty White. (laughs) They've all sacrificed themselves so that Betty White can live. Yes. I'm cool with that. Yes. I'm totally cool with that. Oh, that's going to hurt. Okay. Uh, She says, now to the movie. Was it long overdue for Marvel to release a female lead superhero movie? Fuck Absolutely. Yes. However, this was the perfect t- was this the perfect timing for Captain Marvel? I think it was. I think it was. And I'm not just talking about the political and social climate we live in, but also about the overall tie-in with the previous MCU movies and of course the upcoming Avengers Endgame. It was great to get so much new information on Fury, finding out what caused the cause for his missing eye was hilarious. Him it's real- the most embarrassing story. No wonder he won't tell it. <laughs> no, right? Him realizing they're aliens, teaming up with Captain Marvel, and eventually naming the Avengers after her made everything come full circle. I know. The mid-credits scene also set up Captain Marvel joining the Avengers to save the world perfectly. Even though young Coulson did not have much that much to do, it was nice to see he always had good gut instinct. Yep. Gotta trust his gut, man. He built a career on that. Yeah, he did. Carol Dan well, with Fury. Yeah. I don't know that he could have done that without Fury. No, he would have to be supported because mm-hmm. yeah. in a lot of we'll look at it like a corporate culture, even though it's pseudo military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of corporate cultures that is tamped down upon. Yeah, you don't you think, don't think you're not for allowed yourself. to think for yourself. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. So the fact that Fury was there to nurture that, like I mean, I just speak made me for happy. that because yeah. I mean same Z. Corporate vulture. Yay! What did I say? Corporate vulture? Wow. It's like a flurkin, but it's culture. <laughs> We're it's just gonna vulture. Carol Dan I've talked way too much tonight. I know. Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. I don't even know what to say. 
Brie Larson's portrayal was flawless, and I'm eager to see her again in Avengers Endgame. I loved the scenes where she was a child. I loved how she got up after every single time that yes. she was knocked down. You're just going to make me cry. What a great message for little girls around the world. Oh, God, I know, right? It was also very satisfying when she fully embraced her powers and punched the shit out of Jude Law and you! his squad. I don't remember the exact quote, but I loved it so much when she said she ha- said something about not having to prove herself yeah, to him. I don't have to prove anything to you. Overall, I enjoyed the movie very much. There was never a moment where I was bored. Was it a typical MCU origin story? Of course it was, but there was one we never ha- but it was one we never had before. Yeah. I also think Marvel pretty much has their one formula nowadays which works for them, and there's no reason for them to reinvent the wheel. At this point, it is more about consistent movies that are fun to watch and tie in with the greater concept, and yeah. I think Captain Marvel did all of this. Yeah, Marvel's already printing its own money. They're not going to they're not going to break uh, or fix what's not broken. No. Random thoughts. Did I expect to ship Maria Rambeau and Carol Danvers? I guess a little. Did I expect they kind of raised a child together? Not really, but I'm sure fanfics are going to be good. Oh my god, you know it. Brie Larson on a motorcycle. That is a good point. That's a very good I point. I would like to ruminate on that for a moment. Just a moment. Huh. Huh. Okay. All right. Goose, the Tesseract, the Scrolls. Uh. And highly paced. Yeah. <laughs> Looking hey, boo. To- hey, boo. <laughs> All right. Let's file that email. He was in it very little. I think. Okay. Uh, I think he was absolutely fan service. Okay, this is from Chris. Oh, yay. Yay. I'm so sad we're not going to be able to see her this year. I know. We're going we're gonna to send you. <gasps> well, we may. In May. May? But wait. Doesn't she work in animal? I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll, we'll have to find out where you're working. We'll have to see where you're working. We're going to be there an embarrassing amount. I know. In the next year. So. <laughs> didn't it? That didn't it life. We're going to be there three times in the next year. So, you know. We'll see her at some point. Yeah. So this is from Chris. Um, insert about 15 hours worth of happy pterodactyl. 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 That. Yeah. 15 minutes of that. Yeah. This is the first MCU movie where I actually had background comic experience, and that made it a thousand times more fun. Oh, that's cool. My queen hath finally come to save us all. My poor co-workers and guests now have to deal with me screaming Carol's praises to the high <laughs> heavens for weeks on end, and I regret nothing. You nothing, I tell you. You should regret nothing. So what were my favorite parts of the movie besides all of them? Well, let's get in it. Ooh. Goose the Flurkin. Just yes. Goose the Flurkin. Needs me a Flurkin. yes. Carol is sassy. No matter how hard Yon Rog tries to knock it out of her, boy, you don't know nothing about no Earth sass. Yes. God, yes. Uh, also, some mom commentary, Yon Rog. You need to battle with this head and not this heart. Mom, a good soldier, uses both. Yeah. I stand one beautiful, sassy creed hybrid oh i'm does that she mean mean her mom uh, oh chris's we know chris's mom yeah we know chris's mom that's chris mom chris's too. mom is is yeah. wonderful a good soldier uses both yeah chris mom you're absolutely right fury throughout it's the true though even melinda may learn that right like eventually you, you yeah you eventually. can't cut off one without the other Fury throughout this whole movie. I adored this happy nerd Fury with all my heart and soul. Same. 
Also, all the sass. You sat there and watched me play with tape when all you had to do was... <laughs> so that Mr. Postman cover alone was worth the price of admission. Oh, God, it was. Prove you're not a scroll. Carol Blast Jukebox. And... <laughs> I also would like to point out that we now know that Nick Fury can't eat diagonal cut toast. So That's if you're, very important. So if you're ever confronted with a Nick Fury that you're wondering is a scroll or not, talk to them about oh. diagonal cut toast or oh. offer them some diagonal yeah. cut toast. Yeah. So just for future knowledge. That's a very good point. Yeah. Very good point. Because that's totally going to yeah, come up I'm in your start life. serving everybody. Diagonal cut diagonal toast. Diagonal cut toast just and to just, see if they're Nick Fury. There you go. I think that is a sound <laughs> strategy. <laughs> One day we will find Nick Fury? I guess. Okay. Uh, she goes on to say, Al, that opening Stan Lee tribute right in the ding, dang, dong feels. Yeah. My entire theater applauded at that tribute. Oh, that's nice. All the 90s references and music. Hell oh. freaking yes. Yes. Carol's mom, Carol mom's fury. Your communicator, you obviously can't be trusted with it. Carol. God, it was so cute. Giving fury the upgraded communicator for emergencies, emergencies only. Yes. God, I love her. There was no love story. Thank at, the fucking God. At least no romantic one. Yes. And it took a hot minute after leaving my first viewing. Yes, I've seen it twice so far and will see it again. Of course. To actually click in my mind, oh, there's no romantic subplot. All the friendship between Carol and Maria gives me life. That's a, and that, that's a nice thing to point out. There was love. There was so much love in this movie. But it wasn't necessarily romantic love. And that's not invalidating anybody that's shipping Carol and Maria. It was just, or, yeah, Maria. Maria's got, the mom. Yeah, that time you got it. I keep fucking it up. Um, it was just subtext. It was not. It's there if you want it overt. to be there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there was a lot of love in this in this movie, but it wasn't overtly romantic. And, God, you don't see that very often. Mm -hmm. So nice. So, Carol Corp's fun facts slash Easter eggs. Ooh, I see you, nice. Miss Kelly Sue DeConnick, with your cameo and your awesome red hair. I don't know what that means. Chris, I want to need you to elaborate on that. Please elaborate on the Twitters and or the emails. Seriously, I aspire to have that color red hair. How did you miss a redhead? I don't know. Unfortunately, too much hair and don't think it's natural enough. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I'm about to not be a redhead, though. For the first time in... A long time? Oh, a long time. Like 20 plus years. Damn, son. Yeah, I'm going to go crazy. And you get to see me if you're going to con. Uh, she says, I know we all lost our shit at Captain C Captain Carol Avengers Danvers, but Captain Yee. Maria Photon Ram Rambo? Yeah. Photon was a code name used by Monica Rambo. Yes. Yep. At one point, a.k.a. the original female captain, a.k.a. Lieutenant Trouble. Lieutenant Trouble. Yes, we Monica in the movie is a superhero in the comics. I'm also, so jazzed. Lieutenant Trouble was a little girl character in the comics as well. Well, that's cute. Why did they change the Flurkin's name? <laughs> so you're firmly in the Janya camp. In the in the comics, her name was yeah. I've, Chris has learned well. Yeah. Yes, my young Padawan. Janya's like, I don't care what you have to explain it. I don't like it. Her name was Chewy in the movie, in the movie's Goose. I love her either way, but still kind of weird. Okay, you do, uh, again, 
Goose is a Top Gun reference. Yeah. Which I get it. I See, that's me. I get, I get it. it. And I get that that would be more akin to a 1980s pilot or a mm-hmm. 1980s researcher naming their cat. But, like, also, why would you not be chewy? So, like, I get it, but I don't like it. You don't have to like it. That's Well, I don't. As, as by the way, do, do you see? What? Do, do you see? Are you drinking? Good job. Good job, boo. Proud of you. I'm drinking wine out of my Chewbacca cup. Oh, yeah. And I've got, I've got the Avengers. Uh, the Avengers. In case you were concerned as to whether or not we were drinking during this <gasps> oh, podcast. Yeah, you do? Oh, well, um, um. Oh, you got Han Solo. Got Han Good Han Solo. job, you. I got Han Solo. Anyway. <laughs> we got these for like a dollar at Kroger. I, Walmart. No, I think these came from Kroger fuck, when we were I visiting. Uh, I have so many of we them We were now? visiting the bitches down south. I got, ah, fuck, I don't know. I got so many. I have two of those. Okay. I don't fucking Anywho. know. Anywho. Anyway. Um, in case you need to know about the, my glassware, which Any I have, I, I have no glassware. <laughs> it's all plastic cups with, anyway, with pretty um, people on them. He's so pretty. We're adults. <laughs> if anybody wonders what adulthood like is like, it's this. This is it. Drinking is wine it. out of Avenger and Star Wars plastic cups. I'm so glad fun. I'm an adult. Me too. Anyway, Chris says. I know we're never going to get their feedback at this rate. No, it's fine. This is going to be a four-hour podcast. It's totally fine. I noticed this on the second viewing, but when Monica and Carol are changing up her costume, there's a brief moment when her outfit is largely tannish white with green details. Marvell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Marvell. You're the one that, it might have been from this email that pointed that out to me before we saw it the second time. Yeah, the white. I think it's white and green. But that's yeah. the more they go through several colors, and that's yeah. that's Marvel. I liked the neon one. I gotta tell you, I like the so, neon one. So so did a special other other person who we have an email from. Ooh, like the colorful one. <gasps> oh, that's good to know. We'll get there. I'm excited. Marvel is a woman in the movies. Yeah, know what? I'm completely okay with this. Yep. Dope as hell. Ben Make Mendelsohn? everyone a woman. Uh, <laughs> everyone. Even Fury. Everyone. Angela Bassett. Captain America. She can also be the queen Steve of Wakanda. Steve Rogers. Listen, she can be the queen of Wakanda and also um, Nikki Fury. Bring home the bacon. Bring home Fry the bacon. it up in a pan. There you go. I don't even care. Okay. Ben Mendelsohn seems to have a hell of a good time playing Talos, and I'm always for actors having fun in their roles. I'm not sure I entirely trust the scrolls just yet, but hey, they weren't the baddies here. Seriously, yeah. though, fuck the cre- creeps, spelled K-R-E-E-P-S. Yeah. The only good Cree is Carol and Marvell. Okay, that is something that I kind of would have, like, explained a little better. And I kind of just assumed it was, well, we've assimilated all these races, and so everybody's technically Cree, even if they're not genetically Cree. How much Cree is she because she has his blood? How much Cree is Coulson? Because for all we know, Coulson has... I am 0.9% Nigerian. <laughs> you are. I am. No Native American. None. None. Neither of us. I even am though more, our families are full of shit. I am more British than my mother. Um, That's hilarious. I know. Um, So, like, yeah, because Phil, we've seen him bleed normal blood, but Carol bleeds blue now. Does she? Yeah. No, Marvell bled, bled blue. Carol didn't. Did we see? Wait, okay, hold on. Okay, 
We saw her bleed blue at the beginning, but that was also an altered memory. Mm. Because we saw her mm. later in the same real memory, and she was bleeding regular. So I don't know that she does bleed blue. Mm. That's a good question. That's a good question. Because Phil certainly did. Does she bleed orange and blue? I am... I We <laughs> might... Not during the podcast, but we're going to suspend our friendship for a little while. <laughs> I don't know if it's 10 minutes that, worth, but that, like... That's, that's, that's suspension worthy. That Yeah, you I, deserve that. <laughs> and you knew it when you said it. I did. <laughs> so, you, no, that's a good question because... So, okay, to explain to our listeners... Yeah. That's an Auburn yeah. versus Alabama yeah. joke. And where we live, that's basically a religion. Yeah, it is. They may like Jesus and stuff, but that's football's their religion. Let's be real here. <sighs> okay, we've got to get through this. Yes, we do. Uh, she says, have you ever been to C-53? 53, I was close. I said 57. Uh, once, it's a real <laughs> shithole. real shithole. <laughs> Chris's commentary says, I mean, as a lifelong C-53 resident, you're not entirely wrong. Plus, also, she saw just the shitty, like, desert nothing in it part. Ooh, you're going to like this one. What? Appropriate response to a man telling you to smile? <gasps> Steal his bike. He wasn't worthy of beauty anyway. That is a true statement. I know. That's one of your buttons. That is one of my buttons. That's one of your buttons. That is one of my buttons. I know. When we were at the theater, I was like, ooh. I was like, I'm going to murder she stole his bike. It's, by the way, that was a um, sport, a Harley Sportster. Oh, okay. Just, in just case. so you know, I'm pretty sure. Pretty I sure that was a Harley Sportster. What my dad has or had? It's a small. It's a on the smaller Smallish side. Bike. I um and, I think and that's by what small he... I mean it's it's an easier yeah easy yeah. going. It's not a it's not a hog. As a former um, motorcycle enthusiast. Adjacent bike adjacent bike adjacent rider. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, but bikers, man. (sighs) That is Mm. not my. That is not my Mm. kink. That is your very specific Mm. kink. She says, "Any bitty baby Colson." In all caps. No, he's perfect. Uh, she said, "Okay, so there's a quote. Here. She's lots of quotes. Uh, is it true the Cree burned out your eye because you wouldn't give up the tesseract? <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. God, fury, fucking dram- fury, fury, you dramatic little shit. I know, right? The damper. Okay, Chris. Oh no, what? I take issue with this. Okay, the damper slash Rambo romance." You don't. You don't generally like the the use of the I don't term like bromance. The term bromance. Jude Law doesn't either. Case in point. Don't like the word bromance. Yeah. Either it's romance or it's not. It's pretty black and white. Because I wouldn't call us a bromance. No. That'd be weird. No, but I'd call you my wife. Yeah. Like yeah. Because that's just how it is. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but that's completely different. No, this is not a bromance. No, this is not a bromance. But, like, it's in the it's in the zeitgeist. So, okay, it's, okay. It's a commonly so, used word that everybody knows. I mean, I get that. what it means. I get that. Everybody understands what that means. Bromance. But bro um, is very masculine. Yes. So, would you not call it a womance? A womance. I, like, okay. I don't. Is it the is it the gender specific terminology? I don't know how like I don't know that I ship them in as okay, far as they are mm. shippable. Like I I want to ship them just because 
they're there. Yeah. I yeah. feel bad, though, because Carol's absent mostly, and I think that's mostly why I'm just like... Well, also, her memory is a little... Mm. Yeah, but they were totally co-parenting before she oh, went... you can co-parent without that, and a that romantic is true. relationship. Without romance, romance. Yeah, that is very true. Because if if you had... Because my, my children are grown. Um, if you had a kid... God help us all. I I would. You would have to help. Assist. You would need all the help in the world. You would have to help. But I. Would I don't help need you to have kids. Co-parent that child. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I feel like if something were to happen to me, you would not abandon my children. Absolutely. So I mean, even though they're adults, <laughs> we know that. Like I would step in, even though they're adults. Like yeah. I would be like, I'm your vodka so, aunt, but now I'm your <laughs> vodka mom. I mean, they know that. They know that. So, um, anyway. But, yeah, I, mm, I don't know whether I, sh- like, honestly, I don't know whether I prefer them as a badass co-parenting lady team or, like, well, I actually ship them romantically let, or not. Let's get through Chris's thought here. Okay. okay. Uh, she says that Danvers slash Rambo, which that's where Slash comes from, by the way. Uh, you yeah, do realize you that um, Kirk and Spock are the original Slash. Absolutely, I I'm do. I'm just saying because they it's used Kirk- to pass around like Kirk hand, like like actual like copies of fic mm-hmm, back in the day. Yeah, you had to wait for it in the mail. Yeah, zines. That's where zines came zines from. Zines came from. Yeah. yeah. So it was Kirk slash Spock, which is Became where the term slash, slash shipping came from. A little history there. I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> We're going to get back to this. She says that Danvers slash Rambo bromance, can I get an amen? I mean, yes. I loved, that's why I think I feel conflicted because I love that they showed it in a non-romantic context. Let, and I think that's important because women can be right, right. Let, deep, deep friends. Let me finish her thought. Okay. Because I've tried it four times. I'm sorry. I least. thought that was in. No, no. She says, I don't think I'm going to shift them romantically, but this friendship is glorious and I love them. But in the vein of what you're saying, I can see, um, I mean, I could see if, say, something were to happen to either one of us. Yeah. And for sake of argument, say, if something were to happen to me and I lost my memory and I disappeared and I showed back up, I could see you fighting my, you would fight my own feelings. Yes, I've threatened that many times. You have. To help me remember Fuck who yes. I am and who you are in my life. And Absolutely. I can see, th- and that's exactly what I see here. Yeah, yeah. Although I kind of want to ship them romantically. But see, it's, that's me. You can like, if you want to. That's me. I'm, I'm kind of like of two minds because I want to not, purely because it's like, we can be this kind of friends without... Romance. It being romance. Yeah. But also, like, we can fucking be romantic, too. So, yeah, absolutely. So, like, I will fight you over okay. either, either version. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, Monica says, okay, so there's another quote. Monica, maybe I can meet you halfway. Oh, I love her Fury, so much. you'll have to learn how to glow like your Aunt Carol. Monica, or I could build a ship. You don't know. That sass. She's she Gunsta. takes after Aunt Carol. See, also, I'm just concerned about the example you're setting for your daughter. <laughs> See, like, also, I kind of want her to pop back up in, in Endgame. As this badass scientist. You, post-credits. Yeah. Post-credits. I even want her, like, in the main movie. But, like, oh, yeah, there's this badass scientist over here that's been doing all this cool stuff. And, oh, it's it's Monica. Okay. So, we're going to move on to... Let me make sure I'm calling her by the... How does she end her? By the correct name. Because uh, you don't want to be an asshole. Morgan. 
Morgan. So this is Morgan. She she's this one. <gasps> oh, she's the, the gifs. The gifs. That like okay, I appreciate that down in my soul because I'm the gif whore of this you of this duo. You are. You if are. there's usually a GIF involved in some kind of a Twitter exchange, it's probably me. Yeah, that's true. So this is from Morgan. Um, she says, hello, long time no listen. We've been gone for a while. We that's have. cool. That's fair. So I'm really looking forward to hearing your review because you guys always have good insights and oh. are able to look at things through different lenses. You see the subtlety and nuance that goes into these movies. I've heard one too many male fans and a couple of women misinterpret or misunderstand things in this movie that are specific to the experience of being female in this world. Fuck them. Well, you know what? The thing is we learn a lot from our listeners. We do. We, like, see Sleepy Hollow circa season three where we got schooled. We did, and we accepted that we got yep. schooled. Yep, And, um... We are the better people for it. We are, and, um... Not much better, but slightly. <laughs> I mean, only a little bit, but... <laughs> Hey, you know what? We had, you know, we had, we had some privilege. We did. We and, did. And we, we showed not, our privilege. We did not realize our privilege, and we were we showed our ass on it. And yeah. You know what? I I back up now. I really appreciate that experience. I still think about that. So I was very glad to get Morgan's uh, cool, email cool. because I want to get schooled some more. Yay! Not that Morgan. Wait. Well, it's not like not that. Like it's it's fine. It's all fine. It's all fine. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you for making a Sherlock reference on an MCU podcast. Good job, you. She says, okay, I don't know what it is, but I love this movie. I saw it three times during opening weekend. Damn. I'm proud of you. And now I'm determined to cosplay Captain Marvel. It is a need. Okay, can I see pics? We want pictures. (laughs) We won't share them if you don't want us to. We have a friend of of ours that's... that's, Lori, yeah. Yeah, that does a Captain Marvel cosplay. and She's... Damn good, too. Damn good. And it's it's important. She better bring it this weekend. I'm super excited oh, to gosh. see it. Because I haven't actually seen it with Wait. my eyes. Okay, we can't talk about that. Oh, no, we can't. The surprise? Go. Okay. She says this movie was... She doesn't listen anyway. This no. movie definitely has its flaws, but there's just something about it that is so charming, disarming, empower, empowering. Yeah. Morgan, the word you're looking for is empowering. That's totally accurate. Like uh, Queenie said earlier in this podcast, so many hours ago in this podcast. <laughs> we're, we're over two hours, Boo Bear, by the way. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> that you felt like, you said you felt like you walked, you walked out feeling like you could. Yeah. I could do anything. You could do anything. Uh, she says, favorite character, Captain Carol Avenger Danvers. And, of course, there's a GIF. Oh, I love it. Carol is such a great character. I love her personality. She's witty, sarcastic, and gets shit done. I mean, bitches get shit done. She's powerful, vulnerable, unapologetically human, and female. Yee. Brie Larson's performance was great, sometimes a little weird slash off, but most Marvel actors take a movie or two to fully adapt to the role, so I'm sure she'll just keep getting better. That's true. That's a good point. Favorite scenes in no particular order. Monica and Carol changing the colors of her suit. It it's, was so perfect. It's such a sweet and soft moment between them. You can feel the parent-slash-child bond reestablish itself, and it's such a beautiful scene. Because that's, that's the thing. She clearly had a huge impact on little baby Monica. She Absolutely. was like Aunt Carol. She remembers her. She like, I got ketchup on your jacket. She used to wear her shit. Like She had a huge impact on her. Mm-hmm. So the fact that she came back and they had that nice moment, I was just like, oh, my God. The neon suit was fab. I'm glad they included it. I love it. Maria's dogfight against Minerva. Yee. Holy flurkin, can Maria fly a plane? 
Yeah. She didn't even hesitate to engage. She just went for it. We didn't see a body. Wouldn't be surprised if Minerva is still alive, probably cursing Carol's name that she got stuck in this shithole. <laughs> I'm so glad we got to see her in her element. It's not very often that a side character gets such a spectacular moment to shine, and this was this one was really special. And it was a female side character. Which... And there's a picture of oh, Maria. Yay. And yeah, that was, that was really cool. Any number three, any scene with Carol and Maria interacting? Carol yeah. and Maria's relationship is so supportive and healthy, even with six years of separation. Maria knows this person is different from the friend that disappeared, but welcomes her with skeptical but open arms. Yeah, it was beautiful. Maria telling Carol who she is was such a great way to show us how deep the relationship is. I really hope we get to see more from them in the future. I really mm. hope so. Random movie thoughts. Okay. Carol's joyful yell as she flew with her powers for the first time was fantastic. A woman displaying unrestrained joy in her own power is something I didn't know I needed. That sentence gives me chills. Okay, this this is the email that made me realize that that was the first time Carol flew with her mm-hmm. powers. She says it was really powerful, and I wish the movie had spent a little more time letting her enjoy it. Because it was one of those things where I was like, I knew, like, I intellectually knew that, but, like, my brain was processing a lot of other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute, yeah, she hadn't flown I know, with her right? powers. And that was a big deal. So, yeah, thank you for pointing that out. Because uh, on my second watch, it was like, oh my I know, God. I can't wait to watch it third and fourth and, and four thousand more times. I hey, I went and saw Aquaman three times. So. You did. He's so pretty. He's, it's a good thing he pretty. He real pretty. It's a good thing he pretty. You need to, they did an honest trailers on <gasps> Aquaman. You need to okay. watch it. Alright, alright. Uh, anyway, she says, Fury's goose obsession and his feelings of betrayal when she was not a normal cat were quality comedy. He still kept her, though. She might have scratched his eye out, but, like, he did, kept her. Did he keep her? No, she kept him. But, like, okay. he allowed that to happen. I love that we got to see the side of Fury who knew she, he, he was a cat lover. I also... Love the fact that he's been lying for years to cover up the fact that he lost his eye to an alien that looks like a cat in order to seem more badass. I mean, that's really, that's Fury's <laughs> brand right there. I don't know why everyone thought there had to be an epic story behind it. It's Fury. <laughs> his lies have lies. I Like, and the thing I kept thinking about is, this is one of those things that you know they had to get approved by, like, Feige. Oh, yeah. You know they had to be like, oh, yeah. So we would explain Fury's eye. And they oh, had yeah. to, like, get Feige's buy-in for that. And he's like, yeah. He giggled for, like, a week. Yeah. And just to I be like, Feige. It's goose. Okay. It's, man, Feige I is. I love Feige. Feige is great. Feige's, uh, Feige's great. She says, the squirrels being refugees was a great choice, so relevant to problems in xenophobia today. That is very true. It was a twist I definitely didn't see coming. Talos was such a good character. His witty charm won me over, and his willingness to fight with all he had to save his people and find a new home was inspiring. And she gives us a picture of him sipping the... Oh, God. Which, okay, can we... Cup. Now is, a, now is a, a time to point out that that is the same... Type of cup that Samuel L. Jackson's character sipped on in Pulp Fiction. <gasps> Back in the we, day. This is not our first Pulp Fiction reference, no. though, is it? No. No, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah. The Righteous Man. Uh, she says, Which actually, Pulp Fiction was out at that point. That was 94. I know. So, okay. There you go. Uh, Yon-Rog yelling at science guys. Scroll 
scroll about how it was his blood running through her veins. Oh, that was so creepy. Makes me feel icky. It should. The possessiveness of that statement was just so off-putting and gross. He really seemed to think that he owned her, at least part of her. Yeah. I understand being proud of an underling after you helped them, but this wasn't that. This was, I made her what she is, and now she owes me her entire existence, which is hella gross, and he can kick it for all I care. Yeah. Yeah. Another gross thing. That's a gross thing. toxic dude thing. Yeah. Another gross thing Jan Rog did was try and gaslight Carol when she came to kick names and take ass. Thank you for calling it, because th- that's what it was. Yes. It was absolute gaslighting. Some of it could have been pure self-preservation, but I am more inclined to think that it was manipulation. She was going to beat him no matter what, so why couldn't he just take the loss and stop the mind games? That's why he kept trying to get her to not use mm. her powers, because like he knew she was fucking better than him. It seemed that every time the Kree talked to Carol, they were gaslighting her to keep her down. The fact that they couldn't keep her on their side without manipulation and lies proves that they were the villains all along and deserve whatever Carol is going to serve them in the future. Yee! Overall, I like this movie a lot and would like to have spent a little more time on Hala, establishing Burr's relationship with the Kree, so the twist had a bit more weight, and on how Carol was was before the accident, but there's always hope that future movies will fill in those gaps. Yeah, because we can always have flashbacks in future movies. Um, P.S. I agree. P.S. Does Marvel realize that Carol and Maria come up as a married lesbian Carol couple raising their daughter? I, I didn't. So. I didn't see it at first. Someone pointed it out to me, but once they did, I can't unsee it. At yeah. the very least, Monica is very attached to her two moms, and even even if she calls one auntie. Yep. Oh, and she asked, "Did y'all see this? It's a picture of Captain Marvel, but it's Sailor Moon." Yes, and Brie liked that. Brie saw that and like lost her shit. Yeah, it's a Sailor Moon ish. Brie has been so cool about the art that's been posted. She's been very interactive. Oh, God, like yes. I'm super proud of of her interaction with the fandom. Oh, like it, I haven't seen anything that's been weird or gross or like it's been great. It's been super great. Oh, she also wonders if Goose will make an appearance in um, in game. God, I hope so. I love Goose so much. All right, so we got to move on here. So this is an email from Jeff. Okay. Um, I believe he's written this before. Yeah. The name is familiar. I think so. He says, I hope this finds you both very well. Best thing about a new MCU film other than an MCU film is getting to hear your thoughts about it. Oh, that's nice. I was not worried about how good Captain Marvel was going to be, but I was so pleasantly surprised how much I enjoyed it. So here are some of my random thoughts about it. Okay. I particularly love the buddy cop movie feeling that Carol and Nick Fury had. Perfect for the 90s nostalgia. Awesome. So awesome seeing Clark Gregg playing Coulson again in the MCU proper. Being a huge Marvel reader for most of my life, plus a fan of the MCU films and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show, I was not surprised that all the Kree were far from innocent. However... I did like how they subverted my expectation of the scrolls, especially after the secret invasion invasion event. I was expecting the scrolls to be a particularly nasty threat. I felt genuine sympathy for them and that Talos was a great character. Yeah, yeah. It made you it made you think about like the narrative that you've been given about this war and then it's like, Oh shit, there's another well, side I mean, of this yeah. and I think that's important. I know it is. 
Uh, he says, do you feel like somewhere in the future we will see Maria's daughter Monica become a hero? We fucking better. Since she's also held the moniker of Captain Marvel as well as Photon and Spectrum, I think there's a chance she could pop up somewhere after the events of Endgame. We'll most likely be seeing the introduction, introduction, introduction. of new heroes. Shut up. <laughs> Moving forward, Monica did seem to be featured quite a bit, and kudos to the young actress playing her. I think she gave the role a lot of heart. She was great. I've heard some people complain about too much 90s music being featured. There's no fucking such thing. Excuse me? And it was good 90s music, too. It was like garbage and no doubt and shit. But someone who spent... Okay, this is a grammatical error. Someone who spent his teens and early 20s during this decade. Okay, so you're a little older than me. Good to know. Good to know. I found the music to be spot... It's closer to my age. Yeah, that sounds like a good... Yeah, between us. I found the music to be spot on, much like the Guardians of the Galaxy films. Yeah. I felt like the musical selections helped define their world a bit more clearly. What are your thoughts on this? I thought it was I great. Thought the, like, I need that playlist. I know. I was singing along with it. You were. We all were. Yeah. All four of us. Yeah. Uh, it says, I thought the Stanley tribute during the opening credits was especially well done, very powerful. We truly lost a legend with his passing. Speaking of Stan, his cameo... And Captain Marvel may well be my favorite as the MCU appearances and overall favorite cameo of his, his is probably Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. What are your favorite Stanley cameos from the MCU and any other films? I did want to want to mention that. I'm glad he brought that up. Wait, let me, let me glance. Uh, I think I'll leave it here for now. As always, thank you for so much for as you do. Oh, oh thank that's you. nice. Okay, so what is your favorite Stanley? So my favorite's probably Winter Soldier. Just because I thought he was great and he was watching Captain America's costume. But, okay, I actually... Yeah, 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 okay. I actually read something um, saying that, canonically, they did make him a Watcher. They kind of did? So this is the only cameo of Stan Lee as Stan Lee. So let's talk about the Stan Lee cameo for just a second. Um, he's, reading the Mallrats he's script. He's on a bus, reading the Mallrats. Uh, on a train. Okay, is it a train? Yeah, it was a train. Reading the Mallrats script, like, out loud. Yeah. So, so Kevin Smith also uh, now exists in the MCU. Kevin Smith. Oh, my God. Kevin Smith. Cried. No. He was so overwhelmed with emotion. Yeah. He is now canonical. In the MCU. In the MCU. Yeah. Kevin Smith is a huge comic book nerd. His yeah. child is named Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. Um, and I have he's such a good dude too. He's such a good he dude. He really is because when the whole Weinstein thing went down, he's he like, felt no, really bad. All my money from the Weinstein yep. movie now goes and to that's charity. Most, most of his films were, yeah, were Miramax yeah. or Weinstein. So yeah, uh-huh. like he's a um, good dude. I have such a soft spot in my heart I know, for him. I know. He's um, a good, he's a good guy. He's, he's good people. He is good people. He really is. And yes, there is a Jay and Silent Bob reboot being filmed right now. God, I hope that's good. It's going to be terrible. Well, of course it's it will. It's going to be so terrible. So we'll Bill and Ted 3, but like we're going to watch it. Oh, yeah. You know. You want to talk about 90s? Yeah. God, so, so much. Uh, so, yeah. That, so, yeah, this was the first, okay, but theoretically, that so, Stan was himself. So, but did you, favorite cameo? Uh, my, fa- yeah, uh, Winter Soldier. It is Winter Soldier. Yeah, I think so. All right. Um, I do love the uh, the one where he gets confused for Hugh Hefner in Iron Man. I that's do a good love one. that one. That's a good one. That's a good one. But yeah, I think 
And are you going MCU or are you going even into the X-Men? He says MCU. Okay, okay. Because I, like, I do like the hose and the water going up from that is X-Men a good 3. But, I but that's a deep cut. Because of the Kevin Smith connection. Yeah. You know how I, I mean. And him being himself, not a watcher yeah. in form of Stanley. Yeah. So I think. You think it's this one? I'm, mm, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, there's so many. They're all so good, but yeah, I think right now emotionally, yeah, because of Kevin. Because and I get that. Yeah. I get that. You know how I feel about Kevin. I do. I do indeed. All right. So this uh, email is from Ray. Okay. Uh, it says hi, ladies. Oh, hi. So I thought I'd give some feedback to Captain Marvel. First up, I love it. I love space. I love women. I love Fury. I love Phil. I love cats. I just love it. I'm so That's glad. I love. All that is good stuff to love. It was fantastic to me to have female character who is so different from any of the other characters in the MCU films, who is fueled by the good that emotional responses can bring when so much of the old-style MCU is about controlling emotion. See Bruce living in fear of his emotion, Tony's anxiety and anger leading to major problems in Iron yeah. Man 3 and Civil War. Carol thrives on a diet of compassion and spite, and I love her for it. Yeah, that's it's a good it's a good combo. She really felt like she was written for a female power fantasy rather than male pleasure. Yeah, and one of her directors was fe- we didn't go into the directors, but yeah, no, one, one of the directors didn't. is female. Yeah, fuck, we'll have to do that. I thought Jan Rog was great, the perfect example of the kind of wanker that's charismatic and pseudo sensible enough that you think he's a good guy until you realize he's been undermining you the whole time. Yeah, because on paper he looks great, and then you're like, oh, I know, communism. <laughs> <laughs> great on paper, not so great, not execution. So great execution. Carol's I don't have to prove anything to you was one of the most vindicating parts of the movie. Big Peggy, I know my worth, Carter vibes. Oh, God, so much. Sorry if you're making you read something out loud with such an odd sentence. No, it was beautiful. Don't ever apologize. Don't don't, Don't don't apologize apologize for for art. I'd love to see more of the relationship between Maria and Carol. Those snippets look so beautiful and happy and genuine. I'll love seeing a grown-up Monica. Yeah. It was amazing to have a movie with with no romance. Although, as a bi girl myself, I totally root for Carol and Valkyrie. Oh, yeah. God, if you guys... Should they ever meet. If you haven't seen, there is some some phenomenal uh, Carol Valkyrie I art know. that both Tessa and Brie have, uh, like, screamed over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, she says, I wept at Stanley, be- uh, <clears throat> Stanley beginning and when Phil was first on screen. Yeah. I like to imagine Maria came friend, became friends with Melinda May and, I mentored, love this. and mentored her a little bit. I this, love this because May is the pilot. This film had a good way into not contradicting Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. considering Coulson got his mind wiped of anything related to the Kree before the series began. And it could explain how they got a Kree body and knew its blood had regenerative properties used to heal Phil, Daisy, and Carol. Yeah. Yeah. The aesthetics of this film were totally to my taste, but that's not really a big issue. No doubt Carol's suit and grunge look more than made up for it. Hope you have a fantastic week. I've just got started American Gods, so you've got yourself another listener to that podcast. Nice. 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 Toit. All right. So this is from Hannah. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. Uh, my name is Hannah, and after a listener for a while, I'm finally writing in. Yay. Long-time listener, first-time writer. <laughs> Warning, the seatbelt's a bit long. 
Okay. Uh, we did read all the other stuff that we're not gonna. Like that's cool. Yeah, we're cool. Yeah, we read everything. So I found you guys with a, our eyes, not with our yes. mouths necessarily. I found you guys a few months ago while looking for something to fill the Peggy Carter-shaped hole in my heart. Same. I I'm still have that hole. Still bitter we did not get a season three, and I love your podcast. I'm writing in because I just saw Captain Marvel, and I want to see, and I really want to talk about it. But first, of all, okay, I guess I guess. Okay, yeah, this is personal stuff. Yeah, I'm just, we read though. Yeah, we did. Uh, hey, man, college is awesome. Very proud. I personally am not a Doctor Who fan, but this one likes Doctor Who. Yee! Oh, wait, she says, I'll ship Rose with literally any of the new Who doctors. Clara is to me what Lincoln is to Queenie. Clara's kind of that to me, too, so, like, I got you. She never sat well with me. Um, she's a Steve Rogers and Peggy Carter shipper. As everyone is. As a lot of people are. Also yeah. ship Natasha and Bucky. I'm, I'm or, I can be or, there for that. Or, well, hey, listen, canonically. Canonically, yeah. Uh, Natasha and Clint, depending on the day. Clintasha! I love both Okoye and Melinda May because they're badasses, so why not? Yeah, they the are. Howling, Howling Commandos! Oh my god, my babies. Have a special place in my heart. Can I just have a shout out to Dum Dum Dugan? Dum Dum. He's on your wall. I'm looking he at him right now. Courtesy of Michael. Mm. Thank you very much. Yes. Uh, Disney! Disney! From classics like Cinderella to cheesy stuff like High School Musical. Alright, Captain Marvel. Cool. Overall, I freaking love this movie, and yep. I love Carol Danvers. Danvers, Dan, bleh, Danvers, bleh, bleh, bleh. yeah, Carol's character. Words. I love. <laughs> I love the portrayal of female friendship, and I love how they brought in Ronan and used the Kree to weave Captain Marvel into the pre-established interplanetary MCU. Yeah, yeah. The one-of-a-kind, funny slash strange thing for me was. When I went in to watch the movie, I had seen Fantastic Beasts, The Crime of Crimes of Grindelwald the night before, so I just kept seeing Jude Law's character as Dumbledore. Listen, a little discombobulated. Gotta love the Dumble Booty, man. I live for the Dumble uh, Booty. <laughs> the de-aging. Fury didn't really phase me, I guess because I'd seen Samuel L. Jackson stuff from when he was younger, but Coulson, wow. He's still dad. But Dad's a baby. I know with that with that little like hair swoop. Though. So to explain, in Agents of Field, Shield, Agents of Shield, Phil is, is dad, dad and May is mom, and everybody else is their weird children. children. Dad yeah. is a baby. You are dad correct. Dad is a baby. They did a really good job. Now I think, now that I think about it, I would love a one shot with young Coulson and young May. God, samezies. I wish they did. They don't do one-shots anymore. No, they don't. No, because they used to do it as part of the special features. Yeah. I think the last one was the uh, jail one with Trevor Slattery, I think. You were more, it might you have were, been Agent Carter. You were more caught up with that than I was. True. Uh, I mean, Marvel's shown that they've got the tech, and we know those two have history, so why not? It would be so interesting to God, see their early that. dynamic, especially with the pre- Bahrain, oh. Melinda May. Yes, God, I'd love that. Number four. The last time I trusted someone, I lost an eye. <laughs> and it was a cat. An <laughs> alien cat. Yes, but wow, Fury. <laughs> Knowing the context of that just makes you look like a drama queen. God, yes. It's great. He is, though. Like, that's his entire existence. It's true. Number five. Unless you count Maria, which is a whole other thing. The other Maria. You're There's right. two Marias now. You're right. There's no love interest. 
That's true. I loved Wonder Woman, but I found it a little hard to get into because it was a little like they were chasing Cap First Avenger and had switched around a few things in many ways. It felt like Diana's story centered around Steve. The, the Pine Chris, not the Evans Chris. Yeah. But in this case, Carol is 100% her own character with her own original story. Her personal growth is motiv- motivated by wanting to know who she is and by finding out, finding that out for herself. We see time and again it's not about gaining anyone's approval. Continuing with that train of thought, the final scene with Jan Rog was brilliant. As clever as he is, he starts to play the power dynamic, trying to get Carol to face him without her powers to prove she's good enough, and wham, energy blast straight to the face, and it's gorgeous because it's not it. about him. Yes. Number seven. I really don't understand the full extent of Carol's powers, but I think that's some of the fun of it. As an yeah. audience member, I don't think you're supposed to. The important part of it is that after rejecting the power that her other people have other her, Carol does understand them. Under, Carol does understand them. We may not fully get it, but we don't have to because she owns them, and we just get to sit back. And be delighted. Because I think they're still going to surprise us with her and Endgame. I think there's going to be something that we're going to be like, holy shit, we didn't know she could do that. I wonder how all this Kree slash Skrulls business fits into the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. timeline. Was this how they got the Kree blood? And what about the Guardians timeline? We meet Ronan, checks IMDB, Korath and Guardians of Galaxy number one. And we know he's connected to Thanos. And once again, we didn't remember his name either. It's fine. It's fine. It's all connected. I just call him Jamin Hunsu or Space Jamin Hunsu. Number nine, on a less thinky note, Monica was adorable, as was McKenna Grace as young Carol. She's a great actress. You could almost say she's gifted. I saw what you did there. And I still need to see that movie. It's on my DVR. She says, I'll see my movie. I thought it was a series. I was thinking, no, the, uh, the Chris Evans, he, um, he was in the, where he plays her uncle and she's very gifted and i think it's called gifted she's his niece so chris evans anyway she says she'll see herself out yeah number that's 10. fine do you don't need to suspend friendship for no i don't no, i don't i i fully on board i'm fully on board with okay. that all right number 10 it feels important to point out that there are four cats who played goose you are correct <laughs> at different points in the movie they're all listed on imdb plus lo- imdb here are the names reggie gonzo archie and rizzo it's adorable. Very professional, all of them. Adorable. Okay, so this, so this next feedback is from my child, from the fruit of your loins. Fruit of my loins, my eldest. Hi, I'm your vodka aunt. Yes, you are. Uh, they say, I absolutely love this movie. I just, so much, I am so grateful to have these kinds of movies to watch with my girls. Yeah. I literally have nothing bad to say, so I'm just going to go with favorites. Favorite character? Goose. I mean, she's your daughter, so. I mean, yeah. Favorite scene? Captain Marvel absolutely owning yon Rog. I have so many empowering emotions around that scene. Yeah. Favorite song? Only happy when it rains. The soundtrack yes. of the movie was just magic. Yes. Just a girl was a close second. Favorite moment with my daughter, aged eight, in the theater. Mama, she's eight. She's eight. You, yeah, she just turned eight in February. I reject that. You can't. I'm old. You can't. Mama, what's that? A payphone. 
What's a payphone? Oh no! I know. We've hit that point. Yes. Uh, Favorite moment leaving the theater. Mama, can I be Captain Marvel for Halloween since she looks like me? This is why I cried during yes, the stand-up scene. It does. It looks like it your, looks your little just one. like her. It does. This is the first in-theater movie she sat through the entire movie without wanting to leave. She usually struggles with heavy emotional scenes in movies. Oh. At some point. She was completely sucked in. Ten out of ten. We'll see again. We'll buy when do- we'll die when it com- we'll buy. Mm-hmm. We'll buy when it comes out and watch with my other two daughters. Did I mention I love this movie? Oh yay! So that brings us to our final email. I did. I, I thought about her when I was watching that scene the first time. Oh, I know. It looks just like her. It does. She's it's- this tiny little blonde. Yeah. Full of shit though. <laughs> Not in a bad way, but like she's she's spirited. Yes, she very much is. Yeah. So, yeah. so she's this, very Carol. So um, this is the email from my grandchild, <laughs> who says I really liked the movie. My favorite part was the scene where the little girl was helping pick out Captain Marvel's costume. <laughs> I really liked the super colorful one, but I liked the gold one she picked too. I also liked the parts when she was inside the computer system. I did not like the part where the squirrel got inside her memories. Yeah. Uh, She says, I love you, Nana. Oh, no, that's cute. I love you, too, baby girl. Oh, that's so sweet. I'm so glad you got to see this movie. It's so good. Yeah. I so thought about you through it all. I did, too, yeah. I was like, "Mm." it's a little baby girl. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm so glad this exists for her. I know and her she's going to grow up with this. Yeah, yeah. I had I had Princess Leia. Yeah, growing up. Yeah, so I had I had something. Apparently, we're going to get Black Widow at some point too. Supposedly, yeah. I I kind of won't believe it until I literally see I know. the movie, though. I know Pixar it didn't happen. Yeah, so. I'll be sitting there waiting for <laughs> like watching the previews, going I don't know, guys. I don't know. <laughs> the Marvel thing's going to go. I, I'm not sure about this. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Okay. Yeah. And there we go. So um, so you wanted to talk about Endgame. Yeah. Okay. So um, if you don't like trailer spoilers. Yeah. Which we, I don't consider those spoilers because I don't they're released. Posters. They're released by Marvel in advance of the movie. It's not I like agree. a secret. No. But if you if you count those as spoilers, then turn back now. Yeah, and thanks for listening. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Endgame. Yeah, we are. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Those posters. Oh, my God. So Happy's alive. Happy's alive. Pepper is alive. Yes. Shuri is not. Shuri is not. Yeah. Because, like, um, our friend group had talked about Shuri like just a few days yeah. before these posters came out, yeah. and I was in the argument. And I remember of, Feige wouldn't confirm or deny. No, it wasn't Feige. Russo. Oh, Russo. Russo. Okay. okay. They were like, mm, "We can't say because spoilers." And um, I was sh- I was firmly in the camp that she had survived because she I was going to take her over Black Panther to be Black Panther. Yeah, but well, no, but, and that would have worked out because. Um, Clearly, we have a time jump. Enough for Nat to grow her blonde-ass terrible hair out. Hey, listen. Because if you watch, Do she has... Do not question her life choices. In what, 
Don't judge her. In one of the scenes, we have her with <laughs> blonde tips and the rest of her. Yeah, yeah. So she grows her hair. So there is some kind of a time jump. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got Carol coming in because they've got to find Tony. They've got to find uh, Scott. Who's stuck Scott in, finds who's them. Stuck in, Scott finds them. That's true, but he's stuck in the in the fucking quantum realm. Quantum realm, yeah. Um. So yeah. So there's there's some shit going on. We don't know how long. I mean, that may take up five minutes of the movie. Yeah. Or it could take up an hour because it's apparently reported it's at a, over it's three a hours. Three hour movie. Yeah. You've warned me already. <laughs> hey, hey, have I ever, ever? Had to walk out in the middle of a movie. Not that I remember. No. Not one that you cared about. No. I think you've had a pee break on. If I have seen the movie before. Yeah, then that's that's fine. Um, so I wanted to talk mostly about Loki. Uh, <laughs> let's be real. Yeah, Loki is, is featured. So, but there, who is not? Uh, Heimdall. Him, him, yeah, Heimdall is not. So, if you haven't seen it, they've released these posters, and it's Avenge the Fallen. Of course, the A is a stylized Avenger A. Um, and people are in black and white if they died. Well, there were, we're assuming. We're assuming. Because there were several. Because there were several Bucky, we didn't know yes or no. And because Bucky's in black and white, um, Groot's in black and white, right. uh, Scarlet Witch is in black and white, Vision's in black and white. But characters like Shuri, who we didn't know, are in black yeah. and white. Yeah. Um, and in black and white. And I know. But also they made a point of making a Loki poster. Also in black and white. And Tom fucking Hiddleston, who does not work social media at all, let's be real. Now, admittedly, Chris Evans also tweeted or posted Chris Evans his, uses Twitter, Chris though. Is, Chris uses, well, it's Instagram, Twitter, yeah. social, you want to... So, so, yeah, they, they used to, but Tom Hiddleston almost never posts. Yeah, and he put, he or his people put something his on Instagram um, with, you know, the tag for <clears throat> uh, Endgame and everything. So, but Heimdall was mysteriously absent. Heimdall was missing. Because the whole thing was, I didn't think they'd include anybody that was pre-snap. But they did. But they because did. Vision, Vision's pre-snap. Right. Vision technically was killed before mm-hmm. the snap. So, I don't know what is happening. What does that mean? I don't know, and I'm crying on the inside, but I also <laughs> kind of hope I, that, I See, but I don't I want don't, you to have the hope for him. I know. Okay, but we know the time gem has got to be in this. Yes, because Doctor Strange looked through all these possible futures. And one. And this presumably is the one. Um, because even he got snapped. Yep, because he's gone. So... And we know there's a Doctor Strange movie coming out. We know there's a Black Panther movie yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't... have been snapped. And I kind of was in the happy... Not happy, but, like, I kind of understood that anybody that died pre-snap, with maybe the exception of Vision, was gone. But if they do a time jump backwards... Yeah, depending on how they fix the, they, how I they mean, fix the snap. But I don't because we know there is a Loki series coming to the Disney Plus, and we're streaming assuming service. it's a prequel. Have they confirmed it's a prequel? I don't. know. I'm assuming it is. Everybody is. Yeah, uh, but there's also rumors there's a Scarlet Witch. Yeah, I've heard that too. Series with coming, Elizabeth Olsen. So. so Elizabeth Olsen. He with whatever form that may take. Yeah. So. 
Uh, although everybody's kind of curious as to how that would happen because she hasn't been a mutant her whole life because we can't so, say mutant. But also um, Gamora. Yeah. So I want to talk about Gamora, who is also in black and white. Yep. Um, but it's been pointed out. She was pre-snap. She was the sacrifice. She was pre-snap. She was the sacrifice. And um, the, the one thing that's been pointed out on the interwebs is she's the only poster that's looking right at you. Oh, I think she's going to be key. Whatever happens, I think she's going to be key. She is, and I have said this since Infinity War. You have. She is in the Soul Stone. Mm -hmm. Some version of her, whether her body is gone or not. So my assumption has always been that these people who have been snapped are in the Soul Stone. Yeah. Able to be whatevered. So... But also, we got Nebula in a in an Avengers suit. Oh my god! I oh my god! The hero had so a, many feelings. The subhero walk. Yes. Um, which does Tony's back? Tony, Tony, man, I kind of wish they hadn't shown him. I kind of wish because I think they kind of negated the, the impact. The impact of the, the emotional whole, impact. The whole first part of the of the trailer was Tony talking to Pepper through the suit, like I'm gonna die soon. Yeah. So yeah, the, the final. The final words, da da da. I'm kind of surprised um, they showed that actually. Yeah, I am. I wish they hadn't shown him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we get Nebula mm-hmm. as a part of that group. We see um, Hawkeye. <gasps> okay, Rowan. Okay, but the 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 hair. The hair. I don't Dude. care. I don't care. <sighs> I don't care. I want to come back and be like, Cap, yeah. Okay. So my wife was a robot, but Cap shaves his beard. Cap does shave. I'm very upset about that. I'm, but I'm, also, Matt grows her hair out, so I, I don't care what happens today. I, Chris Evans, with or without, yeah, I will take him with or without. I don't care. Worth the rug burn. I'm just saying. Anybody who knows how I felt about Nat's hair knows that well, I am I mean, very happy that she is back to her red hair. Redhead representation is very important to it you. It is. It is in my soul, even though I'm about to shun it all. Yeah, you for are. For peacock it's, representation. It's going to be it's going to be awesome. I'm excited. So yeah. So, um, um, so there, yeah, so that was that was that was a lot that they gave us yeah, in a short amount of time. It was. We were our phones were blowing the fuck up. I, I was like I just read a BuzzFeed article. Oh, Look at this screenshot. Well, I okay, so originally I had just seen Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. Well, okay, before I'd seen the whole set, I just saw Rocket Raccoon's uh, Avenge the Fallen. Yeah. And was like, how dare you? How very fucking dare before you? Before I had seen the whole set. And yeah. And I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. So have you seen all the parody shit? Oh, probably not. All right, hold on. Much like um, our favorite Loki, I don't, I don't know how to make the, make the... The social medias happen unless I absolutely have to. <laughs> this is so, actually coming up the weekend where I use it the most. There have been parody. Oh, God, of course there have. Avenge the Fallen. I'm so proud of them. Um, you are a very integral part of our society as well. <clears throat> the um, memers. I'm trying to find some that aren't. That aren't the realsies. The realsies. Because um, I was like... Do. With Loki, I was like, first of all, how fucking dare you? I had already processed that and was over it as much as I could be, and well, you make me confront it again. Fuck you, Marvel. Yeah. 
But also, I need um, an adult for this series. So I need an um, adultier adult. Fred. Fred. Yeah, Harry Potter. No. Avengers the Fallen. No. Yeah, the horse from um. Atreyu. Atreyu. Atreyu's horse. Atreyu's horse. Ned. Artex. Artex. No. Ned Stark. Oh. Um. Oh God, what is his name from um, half the cast from Game of Thrones? <clears throat> Stranger Things, played by Sean Austin. Oh, oh, uh, fuck. Bob. 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 Oh no. Bob. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Barbara. You know yeah, Barb's Barb, in there. Of course Barb's in there. You know Barb's in there. Speaking of Stranger Things, season three is coming out. Oh my god, I can't wait. Super hyped about I that. I can't wait. Now there's Avenge the Fallen, but it's Michonne oh, from Walking no. Dead. It's in color. She, oh, because I was going to say. Color. She ain't dead, I don't it's think. It's in color. As having never watched an episode. You've never watched an episode. Yeah. I know, I know shit though, because you've told me. I haven't shit. watched. Yeah, I haven't watched it in years. Yeah, I gave up when Megan butchered people, and I was like, "Fuck that shit, I'm out." Yeah, yeah. See, that's one of those shows that should have gone out when it was on top. Yeah, and it didn't. And it didn't. And it didn't. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, what? Are, anything else about Endgame? Any um, predictions? Any? I am not. Prop- I I still think that somehow, obviously, Carol's gonna. Play a oh, big, yeah. a huge part. I she's still, she's going to be the new leader. I still think some of it is going to come down to Thanos putting his gauntlet down, so to speak, and being like, "I'm done. Kill me." He's going to tap out. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. they're going to kind of beat him, even though he's not trying. Okay. Because I think Baby Gamora is going to guilt the shit out of him, but, as well she should. But at what cost? Yeah. Exactly. Everything. Yeah, so I still stand by that. Right. I could be completely wrong. I'm still on. The, I mean, who knows? I'm still on the hill of the what was it? The the Soul Stone showing up in in Doctor Strange instead of the time. Yeah, yeah, you got those backwards. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I was right. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know where this laugh has come from recently, but all right, I'm I'm, I'm behind it. So yeah. You support that? I support that. Okay. All right. Uh, I don't. So Endgame comes out sooner than I need it. Sooner than emotionally I need it to. You should know. We've been in con prep mode though, I so know, like. I know you're gonna get to it faster than me, so I'm just gonna give up and read text messages. That's fine. Uh, April twenty fifth. Oh my god. Yeah, we are in the month. No, we're Tomorrow. not. God damn it. <laughs> I don't know what day it is. It's clearly. We are almost in the month. We are less no. than a month away. No. Everything. I am not ready. I am not prepared. <sighs> yeah. Wait, when does American got? Well, because that's, fuck, that's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. territory. Yeah. I, I knew something with Endgame had to be out before S.H.I.E.L.D. comes back. And we haven't had a teaser of S.H.I.E.L.D., haven't we? Did we? With not Coulson? <laughs> not Coulson. Yeah, that whole, no, Coulson's not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, bullshit. Mm, bullshit. 
I don't care if he's alternate so, timeline, like whatever the fuck you want to do, whatever. He's like he's not him. I think it's a time travel type, not a time travel, but like an alternate universe cable type deal. Mm, cable slash so, alternate. I think universe. it's a kill your clone. Could be. Y'all should kill your clone. That's what you do when you meet. Because apparently there's a doppelganger of me in Texas. I have heard that. And I must kill my clone. You must kill your clone. I must now travel to Texas. Kill your clone. Kill my clone. Yeah. That's a welcome Night Vale reference. Yeah, we're not literally advocating murder, but if there literally is a clone, though, you need to kill your clone. Yeah. So, So, yeah, I'm just not prepared. I'm not emotionally prepared, and I don't think I ever will be, and so, like... Yeah, but send us our, send us your feedback, absolutely, because it's going to be a big one. It's going to be big. We're, of course, just like every other MCU, we give you guys a couple of weeks to see it and send us yeah. feedback. Because we want to see it at least a couple times. We want to see it a couple of times. i got to do some research and review, and it's going to be heartbreaking. I will say, though, anybody who might be listening, hopefully you're not at this point because we will have scared you off. <laughs> anybody who's listening that's like, oh, look. That Carol's gonna be the savior, cause like, she, where oh her, fuck off! Where do her powers come from? If you're in the camp of like, why does Ray from Star Wars know so much about flying? Um, but you were cool no, with no, 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 no. It's not the flying. It's the the lightsaber. Okay, why does Ray so know so much about anything? But you were cool with Luke, Luke Skywalker. You're a misogynist asshole, and don't send us feedback. Preach. So, but other than that, we love you. <laughs> okay, if they're still listening to us at this point. They're just hate listening at this point. I mean, I've done that. I have too. But like, also, oh, speaking of hate watching. (laughs) God, you're just going to keep going. There is, and I need to share this. I haven't even made you watch it. Oh, God. There is a Centrum commercial that Tom Hiddleston recently made for China. And it is the most uncomfortable. I haven't even watched all of it. I watched about. 15 seconds of it. It's from a woman's point of view. Mm-hmm. Literally, we see her feet get out of bed, and, like, he's there randomly making breakfast. Is he the I mean, hey, hey. You don't know. Tom Hiddleston can make me breakfast any fucking day. But it is the most cringy, like, it is the, what I call it is the equivalent of, the commercial equivalent of any fic that has your name in it. You know, where it's like, oh, Hello. Your name. You know those? Yeah. It's the the commercial equivalent I, I, of that. I hesitate to call it the Mary Sue. Yeah, it's not even that. Not that. It's, okay. it's worse. Oh, God. So I haven't even watched all of it. So if you if you want to join in my misery, go okay. Google that and okay. share in my pain. But other than that, yeah, get we ready for, have, uh, for Endgame, yeah. Yeah, we have uprooted the bus. Yeah, and nobody's surprised. This podcast is so fucking long. Yeah, yeah. I commend you for making it this far. You're welcome. Proud of you, boo. (laughs) Finger guns. All right. All right. See you guys for Endgame, man. Thanks for listening. Thank you.